Uh, what's up, guys? So we are uh, we have a different look for you. Uh, some familiar faces from other podcasts, maybe some D and D stuff, all of the above. But uh, we're going to do something different. Uh, we're going to do a junk drawer sports division. Uh, I'll have to make Josh make a logo for that. Uh, he doesn't know that yet. Uh, so don't tell him. But we're going to do our first NFL podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the league in general. Mike and I are going to do one about the New York football giants at some point in time. But uh, That's okay. For now. Yeah. For now. Shut up, Dolphins. Well, uh, for I'm now. fine with it. I'm fine with the, <laughs> the Giants. They are so bad. I'm, it's okay. That's fair. Uh, but Same for now, we're going to talk about the league. Uh, as a whole, we're gonna during the season. I want to bring some fantasy football elements into it. So this is just going to be kind of an abstract talking heads thing. Definitely in the background. Uh, there's some there's some good fantasy football minds here, and then there's Justin. Yeah. So um, let's uh, get started. If you want to, I'm gonna start. I guess I'll talk. Uh, my name is Pat. Obviously, you know as you're watching this. Uh, Giants fan, super excited for this upcoming season. As long as Eli Manning isn't the starting quarterback, and that's my hot take. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, Mike, also a Giants fan. Uh, the only thing that I'll say different to that is I don't mind if Eli is still the starting quarterback, as long as the pieces are in place. Tank for, for two. A future quarterback Tank whether that be someone we draft this year or someone we draft starting in the next season uh also though another team that i'll just toss this out there that i'm a fan of watching uh i like the houston texans okay uh, so that's just that's my yeah. team in the afc i like to root for the texans you've so. always liked the texans when they're the my my rationale behind that is Correct. when i got very into Blech. football as a whole <laughs> they were a team that i got to watch from inception so that's why I like to root for them. So, Like Leonardo DiCaprio? Or Are we going clockwise? Yeah. yeah you're All right. Hit it up. Hi, I'm Craig Leaky Butthole Brooks, and I'm a fan of <laughs> oh. the Dolphins. I'm going to try not to mercilessly make fun of Mike this time for the first time <laughs> when we're on a podcast together, because yeah. I don't know what it is about you. It's, just, it's your face. It's the way you look. I don't know. But <laughs> everything. I'm going to make you bring it to him. But when we're on a him. podcast, you change I hate it? you. I'm going to bring it to you, I think, this That's time. Fair. That's Even fair. though I do dig the hair, I just can't oh, get with fair. a Jets fan. But I'm a Dolphin fan, a legitimate one. Uh, I'm from New York originally, but because my father was soft, he did not encourage me to enjoy the Giants. But I respect them. I respect them out of my heritage of where I'm from. He, he has a softness to him, especially sports-wise. He's very – like now he's more into sports because I'm more into it. But in the 90s when he could have formed a fanhood with me, he didn't. So we moved here. His father, my grandfather – gave me the Marino, and okay. it was like a big deal. So somewhere along there, I became a Dolphin fan, and it's good now because they're terrible, so no one ridicules me for front-running, which so, was an issue in my fair. childhood. So now, was your dad soft, or was he soft? <laughs> but both. All of the above. <laughs> okay, well, let's... The answer to that question is yes. Alarming. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Justin, and I'm really excited about being the Dolphins this year. Um, because of my head coach and and whatnot. Um, yeah, your coach knows the intricacies of the Dolphins, yeah. right? Because no, of Adam Gase, the way his eyes move in his head, that <laughs> means, like that gives you confidence. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, I'm super confident. And in did this you year. now? Just I'm not gonna. We'll get back to your intro. Oh sure. But first, yeah, I read this article yesterday. Didn't know. I did not know he was a Jet fan because I yeah. didn't re didn't remember that. I don't yeah. know if you guys told me that or not. I don't think so. I read a whole thing about the bad hires potentially that Gase did yeah. because he hired a bunch of people that have a history together including Greg Williams and a guy that called Greg Williams a liar over Bounty Gate they're on the same staff now plus Greg Williams That's kid so good. who gets along with no one 
yeah. is on that staff now. So I'm really excited. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm super excited. Two wins um, right there. <laughs> you know, I just, at this point, I'm just living off of the bitterness that I've been feeling for the past 24 years of my life as a Jets fan. Uh, love me some Keyshawn. Just want to put that yeah, out there. Keyshawn Hold Johnson. Hold on to that, baby. Love Circa me some... 99. Oh, man. Oh, Catching yeah. those short thrown balls from Chad Pennington. <laughs> I love oh, Chad man. Pennington. His son is on the come up, by the way. But he yeah. has no Does he have a better high arm school than Chad Pennington? He could throw 11 yards. <laughs> oh, good. There are a few things I, He's can actually agree, good. I can agree on with the Miami Dolphins fan. I, I like Chad Pennington. We all, the teams, we can come together on Pennington always. Yeah, There's a Pennington. few players like that in the league where I yeah. think like anyone that had Wes Welker, for example, is fond of yeah, Wes, love, Welker. Wes Welker. Patriot yeah. fans loved him. Dolphin fans loved him. I don't. Uh, Broncos, Broncos fans yeah, loved yeah, him. Broncos, Broncos. Certain players have that. Peyton Manning is loved by Broncos yeah. and by Colts He's fans. He's beloved everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't really know anybody that's like, fuck Peyton Manning. But yeah, very like, few Jet players are like that. That's no, true. Definitely very not. Very few. True. When they start with the Jets. I mean, yeah, because I would say you could argue that Keyshawn Johnson's beloved in New York and in Tampa. Bay. I love true. Mark Sanchez. I would give him that. I would give him that. Sanchez, Sanchez brings us joy. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure joy. Sanchez is universally loved by anyone not in the Jets circle. Right. <laughs> the jersey he's got on is a guy that should have been beloved everywhere, but his drop-off was so real it was real and he didn't handle it well no he didn't handle it well he was, he was amazing he, he was no, no, he had his own island and that was the reality of how good he was at the time it was phenomenal but then it, port it, opened and everyone came everybody, <laughs> everybody they did not build the wall no. they, didn't. They, no. did. they let everybody in yeah so uh now that we've berated justin a little bit i mean i'm expecting we technically uh, got on with pennington that's true we pennington there was pennington a moment love. you guys yeah. had a moment we'll bring that back uh, so I'll ask this question. I've seen various reactions on social media. I've seen various reactions uh, in different bars and stuff because Craig and I do that. Uh, the Super Bowl, was it a failure or was it a test of greatness? Was it a defensive, you know, great game defensively or was it a garbage game? And, and it's I feel like clockwise is going to work. Yeah. We're all going to have something to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start with this. Uh, yeah, so I did watch the entire game to bleed off. Me I too. actually watched As the well. whole game. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say that it was the worst. I mean, it was one of the worst football games I think I've ever watched. And I, I won't call it a defensive ma- a defensive masterpiece. And my reason for that is Tom Brady played poorly when he wasn't throwing to Julian Edelman. Mm. Like, his throws were bad. Jared Goff, yeah, they got pressured. Notes Jared Goff <laughs> had bad throws all game. They did not stick to a running game plan. There was a, it was a poorly coached game, and offensively, it was poorly. Some great defensive performances. Gilmore was fantastic. Aaron Donald, still a he was monster. amazing. Outside of a couple like great performances from a couple players, I just felt like it was just a poor game. All Hightower around. had a good game, too. Yeah. Hightower had a yeah, good game. Yeah, Hightower had a great game. Like I said, there was a couple defensive players that had standout performances, and Julian Edelman played amazing. He did. Aside from that, I just thought it was pretty eh, and how uneventful of a game it was. Even though I'm a big NFL fan and I love football, I love watching football, I just wasn't into it. It might just be the fact that I'm tired of the Patriots. It might just be the fact that, like, the game plan from Sean McVay was shit. I don't know that he – if he had one, it wasn't evident. That was the problem is you had this – there was so many storylines that I think could have made this game epic, right? But but now taking the week's – the, the whole week we have to look at it, I think it actually had some of that epic that we're not seeing in that real moment of, oh, they only scored 
16 total points, and that's not exciting. But what you really miss there is the old versus the new, Belichick versus McVay. Yeah, yeah. He even admitted, I got outcoached, and he did, and you could see it. Oh, yeah. His play calls, occasionally when he was trying to use Gurley, now he he backed off a of Gurley, and we think – I know a lot of people think there's an injury there's an, there that's not – There's got to be. But he also – and it has to be from weeks before, too. Yeah. Because he wasn't used properly. Something had to be torn or – yeah. We, we won't know until next season. He even himself, Gurley, mentioned – well, I'll, he didn't want to comment. He said, I'm getting my physical next week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to come out there. But the reason I can't agree that it was a total boff of a game is there were some great moments in it. And it, like, I, iconic moments. We hadn't had a wide receiver get – MVP in a long time. It's quarterback city there, yeah. and he really was. He was. He passed the eye test and the real the the reality of like he was the best player on the field. Gronk's two catches on that final drive to score when Sony ran in on the score were amazing. The ball was put perfectly. We saw lower quarterback play than you would like, but going back to my childhood, there were some Super Bowls in the '90s that were straight blowouts, and those are boring. See, no, I, 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 and I'll sorry to interject on you. No, no, I'm take just, it. I'm going to agree with you because one of the things that I know I put on Facebook. I'm sure you saw it. I don't know if you guys saw it as well. For me, I'm like this is one of the hardest to watch Super Bowls for me. And I watched my Giants in 2000 get blown out 34 to seven. Yeah, like you know, it was just one of those things where I don't think it was necessarily bad. It's just for me until literally the final drive of the game. Overall, the game was just kind of hard to watch because there was just is literally. How many total punts were there? A lot. So many. Yeah. I just prefer that to a blowout because the blowout, you, it's exciting if you're the fan of that team. But again, because yeah. the Dolphins haven't been in the Super Bowl in quite a bit. I watched the Super Bowl as a football fan, not as a Patriot or Rams fan. Obviously, I'm not rooting for the Patriots. I've got the Patriot fatigue. I think most people do that aren't from New Seems England. That way, yeah. But what we were seeing, I was looking at friends, and you, you and I were together. Yeah. Down to that fourth quarter, the Rams could have won the game. Oh, it for was sure. it that to me added an element of excitement. I'm bummed that it's three three at halftime. I'm bummed that it's three three into the third quarter. Yeah. But I'm like, holy shit, anything could happen here. One busted girly run. CJ Anderson rumbling his stomach over the goal line. I mean, whatever <laughs> could happen, to me, I guess I was more excited at the what if until that that last drive where the the, the Rams, I think, fatigue set in mm-hmm. and yeah. that defense allowed Rex Burkhead to take 40 yards from them, that was the game changer. That was bad. And that's the thing, too, is I'll say, uh, you know, defensively, it wasn't... uh, The things that I keep seeing are defensive masterpiece. That's something I've seen consistently. And it's from a a guy that you and I both know, Dave Perez. Mm -hmm. And I argue with him on defensive masterpiece because the ball was moving down the field. Through the 20s, yeah. From 20 to 20. It was from 20 to 20. It wasn't... Well, 35 to 35 That's not a defensive masterpiece to me. That's just... it. You know, when you get into the other team's territory... It's not – you're just not converting. You're not yeah. making and plays. I don't know if it I'm not was, sure Julian Edelman. R- well, right. And he converted so many third downs, tough catches. Gronk had the tougher catch. Yes, for that, sure. Yeah. That, which was beautiful. But he's – again, nothing at that game screamed like best ever. It wasn't a helmet catch. It wasn't Santonio Holmes in the back right corner on his tippy toes. Yeah. But that's okay because we did see what I think showed the two best teams from their conference with a little Saints – rub there I think the Saints would have been a better game yeah I, I honestly that. think that not just because I wanted the Saints to be in that <laughs> no, game I thought one of the Saints. I think the matchups that would have been great is either Chiefs Rams or Saints Patriots yeah. I don't know that the outcome would have been any different Tom Brady and his team always rises to an occasion I, I I'm not a fan of theirs but I have to respect the the outcome and what they've been able to produce Definitely. yeah the only thing that I would counter counter on that is I I think that if 
given the situation, if it was the Saints instead of the Rams, you would have gotten a better coached game out of the NFC. Yeah. Uh, and that's just because Peyton's been there Peyton's before. Peyton's been you, – you, so yeah, you nailed Peyton's it. Peyton's been there before. Peyton knows what to do. Breeze has been there. He knows what to do. McVay and yeah, Goff were underwater. Gonna, they yeah. were underwater for no, most of the, the game. No, that's the thing is, realistically, that game should have been uh, – could have been an amazing passing of the guard to the young generation of talent, the young head coach, the young quarterback. It, they're not ready. The team built around that. Mm-hmm. But – you got to start. You got to start somewhere. Well, I was about to say, aren't we still potentially going to see that in the next two to three years? McVay's only thirty-two yeah. or thirty-three. Yeah, he's not even thirty-five. He already now was the youngest in a Super Bowl. There's a there's this guy Pat Mahomes that got the MVP award, which I I know you may get to that. I agree with that. I know a lot of people didn't feel like he should have got yeah. it, but you, we've got some guys in the league that are exciting. Goff is exciting. He had a very bad game, and so did Cooks. That's true. I blame Cooks more. On the second one, then Goff. The first one, Goff totally was laid on the throw and allowed, I believe it was, Gilmore Gilmore to get over and knock it down. He could have thrown that. He only, I mean, we're only talking about a four-second situation, but he had three seconds to throw it, and he didn't. But that last throw, that again would have been for a touchdown, it went through his hands, his chest, and down the middle. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, Boy, did he get rough before he got hit. In it the Super was. Bowl, you need to make that that catch. <sighs> Shit, week 15, you got to make that catch. You know, it's tough. Justin, failure. Was the Super Bowl a failure, or was it a test of greatness? Give me a final. Um, I I would say I'm more of a, a casual NFL fan as compared to the rest of the table. That's uh, that's exactly why I'm asking you. For you, was it a for failure, me. or was it a I test I couldn't of finish greatness? the Super Bowl, but I don't Ooh. know if I can attest that to Patriot fatigue, because I do have that... I've been watching the Patriots going to the Super Bowl since 2000, since I was a kid. 2002, yeah. Yeah, since 2002. So last year was really exciting because you had this underdog team, despite, obviously, it's the Eagles, but... That it was yeah. it was kind of like the same thing in the making as far as like yeah. what you were saying with loved the, watching this that younger game. team. Yeah, it it's you know this younger coach. I was really pumped for it, and then it's it's harder to keep my attention as a more casual fan. Yeah. So people, I we was, saw people leave. Yeah. We saw people leave in the third, qu- so third quarter. I would say in the respect of where they're saying that football is America's game as opposed to baseball, in the fact of a casual fan, it might have been a failure. As opposed to a real NFL junkie that looks at the stats and then you have that kind of more defensive side of, you know, that wash, if that makes sense. That's fair. It was a frustrating Super Bowl. Yeah, for, for, for sure. Me. That's a fair frustrating. Assessment. That is a very I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I was frustrated by it. Mm-hmm. But for multiple reasons. The game, the Patriots in any successful platform frustrates me. The yeah. sweet victory tease, too, at halftime just <laughs> pissed me off. I wanted to be the internet guy where so, SpongeBob happens. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> detracting from SpongeBob and getting back to football. Yeah. We talked uh, consistently about Julian Edelman. Mm. Uh, is Julian Edelman... A Hall of Famer. He is second most in playoff receiving yards behind the great Jerry Rice. Top five on that list, all people in the Hall of Fame. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? Now, this is my question to the table. Or is he a playoff stud? Do playoff stats alone get you in the Hall of Fame? Oh, definitely. There's pe- I, think there, so. I, I, think, I think you would see, especially because his career is not over yet, but even if it ended, even if he leaves the game now, I think he got three rings. He has a Super Bowl MVP. Again, a tough thing to get yeah. when you're not a quarterback. It's true. And it's not like he's absent in the regular season. No, I, but I he wanna... has less career receiving yards than Jabbar Gaffney. R- right, for the regular. Right. Yes. He's a, definitely a playoff stud. But again, you look to the guys who rise to the occasion, and the Hall of Fame voters respect the hell out of that. They First of all, they look at rings. They always do. Yeah. It's harder for a guy with no rings, with better stats, to get in. 
with rings and mediocre stats, but his postseason is far Terrell from mediocre. Yeah. Right. Far from mediocre in the postseason. For me, it's a he's getting in and his career is not even over. Okay, so now my my question to pose to the table. Who has a better chance of getting into the Hall of Fame? Stat wise. Julian Edelman or Plaxico Burris? Edelman easily. Edelman. Edelman. More easily. rings. Plaxico more rings. Had... He's been there more times. He didn't get suspended from the league for a full season. Right. The full season hurts. He got a four-gamer for something. I don't remember. It was, for... it was substance. Well, when he shot himself in the leg, he went to jail. Yeah. No, I know. I meant Edelman's. Oh, Edelman's, Edelman's for PEDs. PEDs, PED, which yeah. is not great. That's yeah. not great. And it was this season. I know. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's... That's, a tough, that's a tough line to, to walk. But it's also one of those things where <clears> you look at Plaxico Burris. He's got almost 3,500 more receiving yards than mm-hmm. he does in his career. He's got, I want to say almost 30 or 40 more touchdowns. How many seasons did Plaxico play? Edelman's only at seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I think one of the things there too is like, we could change that conversation and talk to, talk about Gronk who may not play ever again, but Edelman I think is going to continue. Yeah. He'll he'll still play. He's not at his end. So if he gets to 11 seasons, which would be four more seasons, even at the 900 and a thousand ish, he gets a year. He'd be over these guys that yeah. you know that that's. But I still think his his postseason credentials currently. Mm-hmm. Guy never steps on the field again. Yeah, he's one of the greatest Jewish players that's ever touched the ball. You love that. You love I do that. love that. Okay, so briefly, just in, to to kind of glaze over this topic because I don't think that there's a lot. I don't think there's a lot of different of opinion at the table. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer or playoff stud? Right now, playoff stud. I don't think he's a Hall, Hall of Famer, Famer all day. Play, playoff stud. I say Hall of Famer. Um, two to two. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But moving on from that, uh, new thing that I want to discuss: um, Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. Now I've long said uh, to you guys in particular that this is this is the time that I will talk to my children about. This is the greatest time in the NFL for quarterback play ever. It is ever. Yeah. Uh, is there now? I have multiple points on this. Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete ever? No. 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 Not even no. six, six Because you said athlete. Yeah. You said athlete. That's a different word. We could change I, that word. Well, I know I, you did it on purpose. I said it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. No. I will say that in in my mind, he is the greatest offensive football player ever. I will not say that he's the greatest athlete ever. I can't even agree with that. I can only give him... And, and I I hate it because it hurts me here you love yeah. to give him greatest quarterback. And I will do I, I can do that as a fan, yeah. even yeah. though Peyton's my boy. And there's other quarterbacks you could look at that get overlooked. Well, I think you could argue that Brady isn't the greatest quarterback of all time. You could definitely argue that he's had Belichick. Mm-hmm. He's had Belichick, who's a mastermind. Yeah. But I will give Brady the credit because no no player's ever gotten to six Super Bowls. He did lead the team the whole time. He was not a backseat driver. Yes, did they win? And he's over 40 years old. He is. He's yeah. 41 to get There's this last one. There's something to be one. said to that. 39 for the one before it. He definitely benefited from some good kicking in the first three Super Bowls. Let's not r- r- yeah. forget that, yes, he kept them in the game. But there was these Patriots six wins are not... All no. Tom Brady's greatness, but Peyton's right. second one is not his greatness That's either. True. Right. So I'm I'm not taking that away from Tom. He's the only NFL player to have six. To me, greatest athlete, I just can't even get close to that. Guys like Lawrence Taylor yeah. were yeah. way better athletes. Saquon Barkley is probably oh he's a, a far a better athlete, phenomenal athlete. But Tom but... would say that. Tom would admit he even this season admitted Aaron Rodgers is better than me. Aaron Rodgers has the better skills than me. But now this is just the reality of so it. He's doughy. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. 
But to counterpoint that, will Saquon Barkley, did Lawrence Taylor play effectively at their position till the age of 41? No. Exactly. Neither will. So well, LT did not, and well, Saquon will not. I, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, there's, I think there's an argument to be had that an athlete being able to take care of their body and make it get to a point of Peyton didn't get to 41. No. He was throwing fucking ducks at 38 years old. Yeah, that's true. So, well, 38, he, 37, 38, 39, I think he broke the record. Was that 38, it was 40 39? that he went to that Super Bowl, and thankfully Von Miller Won carried it. him <laughs> on his shoulders. Because, boy, that that playoff performance by Peyton into the Super Bowl was Wasn't really bad. Wasn't that when Brock Osweiler unseated him as quarterback for mm -hmm. a couple weeks? Yeah, sort of. That was before that. but Yeah, well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, that was that season. He <laughs> threw the most wounded of ducks in the Super Bowl. I don't think through a touchdown. I don't believe so. I don't so. believe so. And I they won a, a it was I a low scoring a game. Didn't he throw mm -hmm. a pick? He did throw a pick. It was a low scoring game and Von Miller deservedly got MVP. the MVP of that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the highlights of that actually popped up on my Instagram the other day. I think he had two and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Like was, Von Miller was out of his mind in that game. That's the difference where Peyton to me, even though I'm a fan of Peyton, can never eclipse and Tom's still going. Yeah. So yeah. so Tom's continuing the resume. Do I wish he'd retire? I do. Yeah. I'd like him and Belichick to go off in the sunset. If they keep Gronk and a few more pieces, Sony looks great. Now their run game might be good. This is problematic. That's never happened this is before. bad. They've never really Corey had a Dillon run. Dylan was the closest, and that was yeah. meh. Kevin Falk? He was the third down guy. Yeah. How you know, do you? We got to fracture your question down, which I know you're already planning on doing, but greatest athlete for me is a no. Greatest quarterback is a yes. Guy that figured out he gamed the system physically is a yes. I do, between his TB12 system, this massage therapy guy, this all this stuff, something is avocado working on a cream. different level. <laughs> Although That's the team, commitment. the team doesn't like the TB12 method. No, Gronk they don't. followed it. And they're upset about it. They think that's why he's not as durable. So I don't really understand Brock's that. Brock's never been durable, though. You know I he's going to play 12 games a season. Maybe That's his high. But he's so his good. high is 12. Yeah. He's so good. When he plays, he's a, he's a dominant he's force. He's going to be real good in WWE, too. So <laughs> I hope he does that. I don't know that he will. It's Me rumored too. that he's got a, when he retires, he's got a contract. His good it. buddy, he's been Mojo. at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah his yeah, good he, buddy's in it already, yeah. and he's been there. But mm -hmm. I think that's even harder on his body. It is. Yeah. It's definitely. He has injury issues. But he's he allowed just... to take steroids doing that which helps with recovery so true so they try to yeah they all do that in okay so obviously we we believe tom brady to be the greatest quarterback of all time nfl that's, history that's, i think that's agreeable it's, 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 us. Of me. yeah it, it's unfortunate Curled to up. say yeah. I, I it's a little easier for me to say being that he's played the giants two times and would did not get those super bowl rings yeah so, i mean i, I think we can all kind of universally see, agree that tom brady is kind of universally hated at oh, this table. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we respect his you, game. You brought up an interesting point, though. You've yeah. got, to me, in in the sports we've got, let's look at basketball real quick, and I'll get away, only because yeah, yeah. it's an analogy. No, absolutely. Michael Jordan pretty commonly gets best ever. <laughs> he went six for six in the finals. LeBron's been to more finals, but lost a ton of them. Yeah. Brady versus Montana. Montana keeps... Everyone forgets about Montana, but he went 100% in Super Bowls, won all four. Stats were different back then. So who would you rather have at their peak playing? I think coaches would choose a Montana for ability. But the problem is... He was more gifted than Brady, I think. Right, I think but Brady's, Brady's more admitting cerebral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Brady's a more cerebral guy. But Brady's mm -hmm. lost three. That's true. And maybe next year, too, he might win or lose. You know, that that's what we're looking at. I think... 
I think the Chiefs turn the corner next year. I hope. Oh God, I hope so. Same. Yeah. Well, that leads into my next question: uh, is super early predictions for next year. Mike, who do you got? Last oh. game of the season. Su- oh, so Super Bowl. Super yeah, Bowl yeah. predictions for next year. Uh, I am going to go ahead and say that the Super Bowl. Well, I'll, I'll start. My AFC Championship is going to be Kansas City versus Houston. Okay. Kansas Deshaun City, Watson Houston wishes. Don't, yeah, I don't see that happening at all. Chiefs, uh, I agree with. Chiefs yeah. win. Chiefs win. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and say out of the NFC, uh, I'm going to put the Saints in. I think that Drew Brees is going to have his last ride. Maybe. Not going to you know, rely I, on last I, year. I agree with your end result, right? But I think it's going to be Patriots-Chiefs. And what we'll see in the beginning of the game is a mouth-to-mouth kiss between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. But it'll be a reverse theft of talent. <laughs> Mahomes, who has studied in the ancient arts of... Youth kiss grabbing, taking? kiss stealing, kiss, kiss right. Well, it's more than just kiss stealing. Steal he is taking their powers oh. every time he does <laughs> oh, it. God. But I have a different theory on that. So Mahomes will kiss him in the beginning hard for several <laughs> seconds in a row. Brady will be so bewildered he'll throw three picks in the AFC Championship. Right. Yeah. He'll also wither like thinner, like in the moment <laughs> oh, during the game, like he's going to turn into Christian Bale the machinist. Exactly. And he's not. And he's not going to look right. And we're all going to be like, "Oh my God, is it over?" And then he's. It's over. He's going to die on the field. <laughs> oh God, please. thinner. And then Pat Mahomes wins. They go to the Super Bowl. I. I want. I don't know, but I want, and I know the NFL wants the Rams Chiefs. To see it again. That Monday night game was the most exciting game of, last yeah. season. One of the best football games I ever watched. I want the. I love the Saints. I love a lot of their pieces. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. I think they missed it. They got very unlucky on a call. And Patrick Mahomes is going to do the kissing on the mouth thing. It's going to be great. <laughs> Who do you got for your Super Bowl predictions for um, next season? I would really love to see the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I just. I. I'm a pessimist, and I just have a gut feeling that it's going to be the Patriots again. But. And who do you got going out of the NFC? Out of the NFC, I would really like to see the Saints as well because I thought I watched the uh, the Saints play and I I just I really enjoyed how they played. And you get any dark horse picks though? Dark horse picks? Oh, dark horse? Like dark horse is in dark horse makes the playoffs or dark no? Horse? Dark horse could win the whole thing and sneak sneak attack. Oh yeah, I, I got the Bears there because they had such a good year. And such a disappointment to lose that first playoff yeah. game when all the talent appeared to be there. They keep that defensive core together. Trubisky's on the come up. He's talented. They put another wide receiver situation there. It's it's they're they're real. I my uh, dark horse is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. They finally have a head coach. Mm. Who did okay. wonders with the defense in Arizona? Jameis can throw the rock. They have a very, very talented wide receiver core, very decent offensive line. If he gets the right offensive coordinator in there to work with Jameis, the Bucks could go far. That that's that's super dark horse. I that's like it. Very as a dark, dark horse. horse. See, it's, it's mine was not that dark. Yeah, mine was, I'll, I'll they won twelve games as, last I'll, year. I'll, I'll take that as dark horse makes the playoffs. Oh no, I think they could go. I think uh, they yeah, could go. Yeah, because because like my dark horse makes the playoffs is I, I think that the. AFC North gets turned upside down this year. Brownies. Browns are winning the Brownies division. Brownies could like, Browns win that will division. division. Love Baker. Um, yeah. That's, that's Baker, not even bold, bold prediction. Do you, do you have a caveat there that if Antonio Brown does somehow stay and they sign a good co- uh, running back? or no. You, no, you just think it's no. over. Roethlisberger's it's over. done. Yeah, I think you're I right. Think he's also throwing ducks. Yeah. Throwing oh, I think you're right. Now. But he's been hurt a lot. That's true. Yeah. He no. won his couple of titles. He'll make the haul. He needs to go. Um. So to tangent off of something you said... Uh, 
what are your what's your what's your theory? Because Tom Brady kisses a lot of people. Yeah, there. yeah. So my wife had to send this to me because I thought it was just his kid oh, that no. he was doing it. No, no, yeah, no. on the massage table. On the massage super, table. If you haven't seen that, Tom if you haven't seen that Facebook, he. The, it's uh, what did you say at, well, no, at he, uh, tavern? It's far, it's far he, too long. His son took a nap on his face. Right, he fell asleep <laughs> on him. Because that's the thing is, his son kissed him goodbye, and then he made him come back because he, he didn't feel like his son off. felt it. He got wiped like, off. Yes. <laughs> he literally says, "Don't wipe it off," and calls him back to the massage table as the peck right. is getting worked out, and his son just rests. Yep, comfortably him takes a face. few couple of beats. Going, man, I really wish they weren't filming this because I'm gonna have problems in high school with this moment so this what's your, moment what's your theory so originally my theory which was not mine i, I did what i did <laughs> think of it before i went on the internet but a lot of people think it's he's stealing people's youth can, however the picture my wife sent he's not kissing young people robert he's Kraft. kissing robert Kraft, who's in a, his mouth who's a skeleton <laughs> he's kissing bill belichick on the mouth a couple of other players on the mouth and i realized if we go to the other side this is a little bit of tom flattery but there's a chance all of those people are not comfortable with it, but they are so grateful that Tom Brady <laughs> is in their lives. I'm serious. Oh, my God. Ba- Kraft wins no titles with Drew Bledsoe. That's true. He, yeah. Drew Bledsoe doesn't get it done. They don't get past where they got past. Belichick already won two as a, as a what do you call it, a, a coordinator, coordinator on the Giants. Yeah, yeah. But as a head coach, I don't think he goes there. Without this p- particular person. Well, yeah, yeah. he might they're, get one or two, but he's not getting Maybe, six. but their pairing is certainly unique and historic. Yeah. Definitely. It's that Bill Walsh, Montana kind of thing. That's a special thing. I think they're kissing him on the mouth out of like, we don't want to do this. We know he likes this. It's a respect. It's we, out of respect. We love you. We wish you would turn, but you're not turning. You're going right in. <laughs> and I'm going to kiss you hard on the mouth because that's what you like. And why are your lips wet? <laughs> oh, he licks before. Oh, you know he he's right. Lips num, num, num. To be fair, Every if you're going to be kissing, like... kissing Robert Kraft, you're going to have to lick your lips because otherwise it's going to be like mm. kissing sandpaper. <laughs> Oh, it's not. It's not uh, a good thing. I, don't I think like it's it. a respect thing. I've turned the corner. It's no longer him stealing their youth, and it's not even him. I think it's the other people feeling like, God, I just they have, could I turn, but it's they're like, I'm not going to do it. They're not going to do it because then you don't want to disrespect him. See, I, I just hope that like his dad never used to kiss him, and like now he just looks at him. He's like, Yeah, who's your dad now? Dude? Right. <laughs> There was something there. It's either his dad did kiss him a lot and like imbued that, didn't he or kiss his dad? he didn't he did get kiss love. His, he kisses dad he on mouthed, the mouth. Well, he kisses his dad. Right, but that doesn't. He does, but that yeah. doesn't tell us if that started the reversal. Uh, yeah, okay. the reversal. Okay, because like I'm gonna I, take this kiss. We dad. all love our dads and stuff. Hopefully, but yeah. like if my dad kisses me on the mouth, sometimes he tries. Like I'm not with that. <laughs> I'm not loving that. Dad, hey, don't try and kiss me on the mouth. And even if we were going there, I would be okay with like the pop variety, the pop kiss, the. The, the the smack yeah that's not what Brady's doing with these no, people he's going, no he's he goes lip nibble <laughs> no they like they interlock there's there's a right there's a whole right, trinity right. I see. It, it, right you're okay. saying this it's not this I'm no, okay no. with lip to lip like this no 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 it's overlapping he gets he gets a little pinch you got some saliva coming across yeah yeah no that's I was gonna say like I love my dad me and him sometimes we don't even look at each other yeah like hey. we have a great relationship but still sometimes it's like, see like I gotta go like I'm I'll be back in eight months how many young like, quarterbacks though are gonna start kissing everyone on the mouth like hard Pat like, real bad Patty Mahomes is gonna be doing it he's, he's gonna, gonna be, full, he's just gonna talk. grab people by the arms and just yeah, I can't wait. This is a power play. So, 20, 2019 kissing trend. I 
I did not intend to talk about uh, NFL MVP, but I agree a thousand percent that Patty Mahomes deserved it. People didn't. People were saying Breeze and a couple. What was the third one that was coming up? Breeze was Breeze's season was all Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. The only all day. the only argument that I have against Holmes that I can see deserves water is Aaron Donald. That's the only one that I can see. Just Did he get defensive? He got defensive yeah. player yeah, of the year. Of course, year. two years in a row, and right? And he became, he was one sack short of the, of the sack record from defensive tackle. Right. So because of that, I I understand that argument and I respect it, but Patrick Mahomes was the best player in the but NFL this year. But it was just, like, I, so I understand the, the Donald argument to an extent. If he breaks the record, I think it's a it's a crime he doesn't get it because that's a record that stood the test of time for quite, quite a while. Yes. But in a first... Full season as a starting quarterback in the NFL, the man threw for over 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. He deserves the award. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and he got it. And it, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was that close. I don't remember the vote. You'd have to pull so. it up. I don't, I don't yeah. think it was even that close because, yeah, quarterbacks get that extra nod. It's much harder for a defensive player or anyone. Mm-hmm. You literally have to break a record from another position. But I think the adversity that the Chiefs had with that Kareem Hunt situation yeah. and a Ooh. few things changing their offense spoke more – to the value. And yeah. the Chiefs got all almost all the way there. I mean, we saw the AFC and NFC championship games we wanted. It just wasn't the outcome we, we envisioned. Any idea who the last defensive player to win NFL MVP was? Oh, dear. Ooh. Defensive? When, yeah, defensive player. Because I know I Lawrence Taylor won it one year. I was going to say LT. Uh, I don't know if anyone's won it since then. The entire league MVP. Like I don't think Vaughn got one. No, he did not. Uh, it really might be LT, which Ray would have been... Lewis? Could have maybe, but I'm not sure. Look, see if you see, see one. It's the last yeah. one, and that was what late 1986. That was 86. I was gonna say it too. Be nice because it was no, it's the year they won the Super Bowl. Of course, but the, he was the year they beat the Broncos. He was, uh, and Belichick said this in the. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched the 30 for 30s. Bill and Bill. Bill and Bill. I didn't get to watch it. It, it was worth it, even though I'm not a, a Belichick fan. In 82. He said that. A kicker. a kicker, Mark Mosley. Gross. That that award means nothing now. <laughs> but <laughs> El, uh, Belichick said LT might be the greatest player he'd ever seen play live. Oh, for sure. That guy. In, I mean, in my mind, granted, this is completely going off on a tangent. He redefined how a linebacker played. Yes, he did. He completely redefined the position. I mean, he's the reason. He's debatably the reason why the sack is an official stat. Yep. Like, Agreed. You know, but anyways, I, I could talk, I could literally talk about LT all day. I would join We're you. We're gonna have a different podcast. A, for yeah, that. you guys have your the Giants LT. one. That's and why, I'll just write I, comments. That's why I, I, I digest. I'll just write. Comments. <laughs> no, but I agree that he he was worthy of that. Vaughn maybe didn't have the whole season body of work. Yeah. When Strahan broke the record, he must have been up against another breaking of a record or something because yeah, they didn't give it to him. See what year I couldn't. Was. I don't remember I off the top of my head. Um. So there was also controversy with that broken record, and, yeah. and yeah. Brett Favre sat down. He laid down. They were friends. Like you got to respect some of that, but I don't know. So uh, now I want to get into new coaches in the NFL. Uh, just uh, I like a yay or nay. If you want to throw in a little bit of uh, reason behind it, you're more than welcome. But I don't want to spend too too much time because I also want to talk about the draft in this episode. Uh, Kingsbury for Arizona. How do we feel about that hire? Uh, college coach, no NFL experience. Zero. And coming right into coach one of the worst teams, well, they're bad. the worst team, they maybe the, the worst. Yeah. I think now you could you could pr- not only because they have the first pick, I think they do, but yeah. they are the worst. They were the worst in terms of kind of a lot of statistical categories. You, they were even saying they might not even go with Rosen, even though he's only one year in. Yeah, I see that as a as a positive hire, only because you can't get any worse than worst. 
So you have to try to move the needle a couple different ways. He, I don't know much about his college career, but I read about him in an article that was, these are the new coaches. Yeah. And he had some some fire behind him in college. I'm just curious for a guy that chose Davis Webb over Baker Mayfield in, in selecting and in, in evaluating talent. That, right. That's a bad move. It's that's a bad great. move. It's not great. You're going to see, what was it? There was eight or nine coaching positions open at the yes. end of the season. Mm-hmm. Six, that's seven, a quarter eight, of the nine. league. That's yes. a quarter of the league. Nine. Many of them will fail. That's just how the NFL is. It, it's the there's very little mediocre there. There's dumb teams like a the form like the Browns up till week seven when they'll keep a guy who sucks. You know, there's dumb teams like that yeah. who will kind of make bad decisions and let bad guys stay. But for the most part, some of these nine guys, four of them are probably not even going to be the coach of that team by the end of the season. Yes. Uh, so next is uh, Zach Taylor of the Bengals. He was a uh, quarterback's coach for the Rams. How do we feel about him going to Cincinnati? How do we feel about what Cincinnati's quarterback situation is going to look like? I think it's garbage. That's well, my thing. Is the red I, rifle. At this point, <laughs> I think you know what Andy Dalton is. I don't think bringing Mediocre. in a quarterback whisker, whisperer is going to change what Andy Dalton is. And is Andy Dalton's ceiling whisperer? is real. It, it, there is one. We don't know. We haven't really let, looked at it or touched it. But with, with a healthy Dalton, a healthy A.J. Green, if – and Eifert's so hurt all the time too. Yes. But if a few of these pieces could come at 100%, you'd be shocked and see a 4,000-yard, you know, 30-touchdown season out of Andy Dalton well, just they, because of the pieces. They just had uh, – I forget who their running back was Joe this year. Mixon. Joe Mixon, that's right. He, he got, looked good this year. He did until he got hurt. Until he, Yeah. So. I'm saying if those pieces come 100% They have a decent health, defense as well. You're going to be shocked at how fantasy-relevant Dalton will be. Great fill-in guy, potential like great starter if healthy. I'm, and I don't even mean him. I mean the other guys. Team. A.J. Yeah. Green couldn't stay healthy either. A.J. Green's been like the biggest, I think, fantasy upset. Well, Julio Jones is up there too of like upset for what should have been a top five wide receiver. Yeah. He gets drafted he as a top is five. He a top five wide receiver but does not always produce as one. With right. Injuries and, and, I mean, Andy Dalton. You miss games and you don't get touchdowns out of Green and Julio. That's the big yeah. knock on them fantasy-wise. I know this is a, I don't remember if this is a fantasy <laughs> no, podcast gonna, or an we're, NFL we're, podcast. We're intermingling but everything. Fantasy-wise, the Bengals are sneaky, and the guy that won one of my one of my leagues that's in its fourteenth coming into its fourteenth season, he had Mixon, and Mixon was a big piece of him going where yeah. he was. I mean, obviously he had other pieces of that puzzle. <laughs> he had Drew Brees, he had Kamara, he had a bunch of other things, but Mixon is good, and I think that Marvin Lewis had to go. That was just. Yeah. Well overdue. Complacency. So bringing in that quarterback whisperer, I don't know that that matters as much as just you need someone new in there trying new things. Yeah, they'll win, not the division. We all, I think you and I at least see that eye to eye. I think that's now shockingly the Browns to lose. Yeah. Speaking of the Browns, Freddie Kitchens, he was the, uh, their offensive coordinator, and after he became the OC, they went five and three. No head coaching experience. They let go of Greg Williams. That tells you how toxic he is. He has been a head coach. He's gone around and left little duty piles everywhere he goes. See, that's one of the things. Like, and he's I, with I, you. Yeah, I'm not. I, <laughs> can't wait. <clears throat> that's where I I want to know what the locker room was like, and I wish that I could have an insight into that because you could look at it and be like, oh man, when Greg Williams became the head coach, they turned their season around, rather than be like, oh, when when Freddie Kitchens became the OC, they turned yeah. their season around. Yeah. Because who had more of an influence on it? It. 
That's what I want to know. Because if it was Greg Williams that had more of an influence on it, they could have a bad year. I don't like the hire. Right, they could have a bad year. If it was Freddie Kitchens that was the mastermind behind everything, I love the hire. Well, Baker likes the hire, and I think that's a big deal. Well, yeah, because we ended up talking about it, and we ended up finding out that apparently they Skyped Baker in, so he was in the interview for Freddie Kitchens for a while. That's very unique and has very almost never happened. You can tell that the Browns are desperate to keep a quarterback. They love Baker more than any team loves a quarterback because there was even issues with Brady and Kraft years ago. An ESPN article came out. Rodgers and his front office have not gotten along, especially over some coaching and some Jordy Nelson leaving that Aaron Rodgers didn't love. He was upset about that. But I think what the Browns did tells us that Williams hopefully was not the mastermind some think he is. If we see that that defense starts letting 30 points a game in the first three games next year, uh uh-oh, Browns aren't winning that division, and they made the wrong move. But we know the offense now is starting to click. Mayfield, Chubb, Landry, the Joku. Love David Joku next year. He'll be in my, like, please – Get a tight end if I'm not getting Kelsey or uh, what's the – well, Gronk, we don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, we know I'm that. high on Joku there. Yeah. There's just going to be a lot of offense happening there mm-hmm. where we'll know quickly if they made a miss. But I think it's a win, giving it to Kitchens. Uh, Vic Fangio uh, went to the Broncos. My issue with this is less uh, the, the call for Fangio. He's got some experience uh, doing – things in the NFL at least, but the Broncos went for another defensive coordinator. Their last three coaches have been more defensively minded and they can't score and they cannot score. They, their quarterback play is abysmal. Uh, so I'll throw it to Justin been, been pretty quiet. What do you think of the Broncos going for another defensive guy unable to score? Um, I, the only thing I can really relate it to is with our defensive coordinators or our head coaches have all been defensive coordinators over here at the jets. And we haven't had any kind of offensive uh, culture. And whatsoever. you have some pieces. There's some decent pieces. Oh, no, definitely. Crowell's a decent back. Mm-hmm. Darnold's a decent piece now. You, mm. You've not had wonderful play of quarterback, right. but of you, you have some decent pieces. Anderson's a good a good deep threat. Yeah. So I think it's – if this is their, what, their third year with a defensive? Please. I hope they get as a Bell. head coach. <laughs> I, I mean, you might – me, you might have to change it up, honestly. Because if it's, it's an offensive working. league now. Now, my question is, I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't know off the top of my head who they bring in as an OC. I did not look that up, but I can do that right now. The Does Jets? That, no. No, uh, Broncos. No. Oh. Because. Well, right. They, you know. they miracled into Philip Lindsay by accident, a yeah. thousand-yard rusher. That's not who they intended. They were intending Hillman. <laughs> To, to really bear that load, and he was okay. Yeah. He had some weeks that he was shining. Yeah. No, Philip Lindsay was a fantasy stud for me mm-hmm. once I picked him up. Right, like, and he was I, available he, on the waivers. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just came out of nowhere, and I was like, take him because my running back situation was not great. Mm-hmm. Like there, I was reading something that, was, that hurts me because in a, in a dynasty league, I've got Le'Veon Bell, even though he doesn't technically have a team. I'm hoping he goes to the Jets because I think he'll get a lot of touches, but mm-hmm. the problem is we may see a year he doesn't, he doesn't play again because – Guys like Philip Lindsay have changed the market for running backs even worse. Where Gurley got this big money and people are starting to squawk, oh, look, he didn't even play in the championship. He didn't yeah. show up in the Super Bowl. Why'd they give him $50 million? This is not good for Le'Veon Bell and me, good for me personally. I need him to play because I traded a lot for him. <laughs> uh, Rick, Rich, sorry, Rich Scangarello. He is a first year offensive coordinator and was the quarterback's coach the last two years in San Francisco. Oh, uh, Garoppolo's Gar- guy. Mm, yeah, but Garoppolo's guy for a season and a half. 
Like, because what a sad story. Actually, for... like half a season, we'll realistically. <laughs> um, because of that, I, I mean, I don't love the hire. I don't think the Broncos. I mean, John Elway knows what he's doing. I think he's he's got some he's got I... some things that he knows what he's doing. Uh, I don't think he knows he how got to hire a little a lucky. Strong definitely doesn't know how to cu- hire uh, yeah. coaches. I don't think he knows how to hire a coach. He got staff. a little lucky a few he, times. I think, yeah. So I, I, I don't. One time. I don't think the Broncos are really going in a direction that matters. Uh, no, Matt I think you're right. Floor, the new Green Bay Packers head coach. He was an offensive coach in L.A. Most recently was the offensive coordinator in Tennessee. But Tennessee had the 25th ranked offense this year. Do we like that hire for Aaron Rodgers? I like any hire for Aaron Rodgers because as long as he can get along, well, I don't know their history, but if they get along, Aaron Rodgers is the most physically gifted. Well, now Patty Mahomes is up there, but He's up there. between them, I, I would put Rodgers as the better raw quarterback. Forty? Oh, stop it! <laughs> and I don't even mean that on running. I'm, it, it's a, I know. the quarterback position is so mental. It's cerebral and yeah. the arm. Can you put it where it needs to go? Right, and, and we know Rodgers can. can. Yeah. we know Mahomes can, but he's too green to give him credit. He's still making throws that are crazy that the aren't no kinda, look throw <laughs> yeah those aren't steeped in reality but if if rogers gets along with the new head coach they've got their 10 wins laced up you know 10 11 wins and they'll rep they now the bears are good so that's a problem in that <clears throat> yeah and in, the vikings you know. should be good well they've Here's got the injury thing. problems they've got just issue after issue after issue her cousins yeah. isn't what they believed he would be mike what do you think matt lafleur <clears throat> i like his uh, name it's a good name. Yeah, my thing is, good was name. was Aaron Rodgers skyped hockey into too. the job interview? Yeah, I, was say hockey. I don't think so. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers wasn't skyped sure into the job interview, then I don't know how I'm I feel about sure. it. I'm not sure. He got just ganked over Jordy and over the whole. That's m- well, true. Him That's and McCarthy fair. weren't seeing eye to eye at the end. It's anyway, been a while. But, him and McCarthy haven't been. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll be completely honest. I think that I, I don't think it's the best hire. But I, in this one, I can't give a ruling. I think the jury's out until we see the product on the field. Yeah, because fair. if you look at what LaFleur did with Mariota, he didn't even like exploit defenses the way Mariota's capable to. Right. He didn't use Mariota the way that he should have used Mariota. But will that benefit Aaron Rodgers if he wants to run a more quarterback pocket-centric system? Possibly. It, like I said. He, he wanted Mariota to play like Aaron Rodgers potentially. So now he has. Can Aaron they give Rogers. him another receiver? So it's not just the Devonte Adams show. I mean, the, the problem is they they stripped him a little bit of his weaponry. That's another guy that really hasn't had a great running back to work off of. Hasn't you know? There's missing pieces in Green Bay. The only thing that I'll say that I think makes Matt Lafleur a good hire is how well he uses his tight ends, because Mariota had great threats with his tight ends, mm-hmm. which. Aaron Rodgers has Jimmy Graham. I know, but I had a big miss. I thought Jimmy Graham was going to have a massive year, and it well, just didn't now materialize. I, now I think Jimmy Graham is actually going to be a fantasy person that you will want to get in later rounds because he's going to fall now. Oh, big especially because if you look, you look, you got Kelsey. Okay, I love you got Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. You got Gronk. You got George Kittle, who is definitely one of the best Sneaky. fantasy studs that there Sneaky. was this year. He was fantastic for me. Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy Graham falls. Jimmy Graham is oh, going to yeah. be a later tight end pickup because he has had so many down Ertz. years. With There's a lot of good tight ends. Ertz now. is real good. So uh, you know, I think Jimmy Graham has a resurgent year because of how Matt, like Matt Lafleur, was using Jonu Smith at mm-hmm. a tight end, and there was a streak where he had like four touchdowns in three games. Yeah. as a person that no one had ever fucking heard of. By the time he had that third game, he'd been picked up in what twenty five percent of leagues. He could be in like, this room right now, and we would have no idea. Yeah. No, I don't know his face. Like, I don't know his face. Does he have a face? Yeah. Uh, no, he's one of those in Madden where they just give you like yeah. a silhouette. <laughs> right, just the, just the backdrop. So, Craig, I'm going to let you take lead on this one. Brian Flores. Flores? Flores? 
what do you what do you what do you feel? Linebacker coach from New England, yes. They just had a dominant performance in the Super Bowl. You have to feel a little good about it. I I, I don't know enough about it. I don't I've not done the research on I didn't do the research when we got Gase either. But we talked you know about, I mean, I mean early, we talked about Fangio being a defensive guy. Flores, obviously a defensive guy. Do you think that that's what the Dolphins need? Are they closer no. on defense than offense? <laughs> the, What's... The, okay, so if we go to what the team needs, they're bad on both sides of the ball. There's issues on both sides of the ball. The Dolphins lately, the last at least seven years, we will get a good player. It's like the Orlando Magic, the teams I like. You, you draft a good player, you get somebody you think could be good in free agency, and then you, you trade them and you let them go for future picks or for future things. We keep doing stuff like that. We just gave away our best receiver. Jarvis Landry, hands down, mm-hmm. was the best offensive player on the team. One of the best in the I NFL. Love Landry, for possession he receiving, he's amazing. He catches 100 balls a year. He's not your big scorer. I get that, but we didn't. You, you, you can't score if you can't get into the red zone. That's true. So we gave away Ajayi before he, and then he goes and wins a Super Bowl and is a relevant player. Kenyon Drake's tough. We're not sure what he's capable of. There's another running back there, another Williams. Grant? Uh, you guys have Corey Grant uh, oh, as well, right? Uh, yeah, Jakeem Grant, wasn't it? There's, a, there's like, they have Something three. Like yeah, a was... running back by committee scenario with a defensive-minded mm-hmm. coach. I don't love that mix. He's The team's got problems. I think we're looking at one of the potential worst Dolphin seasons. I, I hope I reverse jinx that, but I think we're looking at a really tough under six win season so coming for the fence. I'll say this. Do you think Brian Flores is a filler for something potentially better to come down the line? Whether it's, let's say, uh, a New England coordinator shakes loose from the offensive side of the ball. Let's well, say, we know that some of those haven't succeeded. Well, McDaniels, McDaniels has tried. Is- so here's the thing. Before I can kind of make my Flores opinion... I need to see how this draft goes, and did he have impact on it? Is it the front office, or is it this? New, are they going to let him pick some guys? Because are we looking at a Kyler Murray or something like that, or we're or we're shoring up the defense or getting O line, which I really think they need desperately? Because it's all about foundation pieces. The NFL is not the kind of sport you can turn around. First of all, m- many of the big ones are not. Yeah. But you can turn it around in one year. It's, it's very not one difficult player, to do that. One stud player doesn't make you have a great team. No, even the NBA, you, you can't. It, you would think so. You're like, oh, just put LeBron over here. Yeah, you'll go to the final, but then you get ripped. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? True. So if, if we see that the Dolphins start picking up some of these foundation pieces, not the big – that's why Kyler Murray is a little like – it's exciting, but it's also a little depressing – because if he gets sacked 45 times, what's good of having the, the, yeah, this talented? It doesn't matter. What's yeah. the point? If they draft offensive line, D-line, cornerback, safety, I'm going to get excited. I know those are the unsexy picks. but you yeah, can Minka, pick, right? He's a good safety, build. right? Love Minka, but Minka. I'm worried they're going to move him like they did with the uh, Grimes, who was good. You know, you, we, we cultivate talent down there and then let them leave. Sometimes to division rivals. It doesn't make <laughs> it's sense. It's a bad idea. You don't do that. No, they yeah. did it with Welker. Welker, yeah. I mean, the only thing that I will say about that is got to look at how they've moved some of them. Grimes took a step back when he left. He did. He did. Ajay won a Super Bowl the year he got traded, been injured since. Yes. Jarvis Landry and Wes Welker are the two prime examples of those that have, have succeeded when you guys got rid of them. They they seem to you know? overvalue talent in Miami. Yeah. So Parker, I love, right? I love him. He's fast. He can jump crazy. But he wasn't as good as Jarvis Landry. And then they put that on him once they traded Landry. Yeah, he's not so, that kind of receiver. He's not. He's a good two. Jarvis understood he was the one and played like the one. Now we have no one. So I wouldn't even hate if they grabbed a receiver. I just don't. From I haven't done a lot of draft lookup now. I don't yeah, know who the hot early. receivers it's are. Early. There's... 
maybe two receivers that people are giving two to three receivers that are given a possible first round and we grade. need a miracle one late then so have yeah that. i would say if you're gonna go receiver i wouldn't touch it until second round yeah uh, that's my assessment so i'll still i'll throw it to that side of the table again starting with justin adam gase of the new york <laughs> jets <laughs> good luck <laughs> uh, well I mean, to be fair so leading off uh Ryan Tannehill had his best statistical seasons under Adam Gase's watch. Yeah. Did very well. Played played very well at the quarterback position as someone who transferred very late in his college career to quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could do very well with Sam Darnold, who has all of the tools. He does. Um, I am, once again, I feel like I'm a broken record. I am very pessimistic, but there's a hint of optimism. I, I don't know. if it, That's how exactly. we operate as fans exactly. of these two teams. Exactly. It's, you're pessimistic, but you're hopeful. Yeah, exactly. I I'm blind. Same blind. thing. You can't say I'm a bandwagon fan because no. when did what's you the fucking wagon? Your last championship was Super Bowl three, 1969, January 12th. Right, but we're not that far brand. behind. 73. Yeah, but you it's got, it's that far away yeah. for both of us. We're talking about we're getting we're like starting to smell 50 years. It's yeah, like yeah. this is you are at 50. I am 50. I'm at 50. You guys, at least, for all the complaining about Eli, you got two we out got of the two guy. Out of yeah, no, you yeah. And you have the best running back talent of the last five, six-year talent. We could say a couple of seasons in, mm-hmm. he might be the, the one of the generation if he stays healthy, Saquon. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those Giants have where... nothing to complain about. No, no, no. no we, <laughs> we have complaints. Not only did they play the Patriots twice in, in Super Bowls, we have to play them twice a year. That's I know. <laughs> And you're so, like, oh, we played them. I mean, you guys got them. a very nice win this year uh, with that. That yeah. was. Did you hear what Brady said about it? No. He doesn't even call that a loss. He does. He referred to that. He's like, yeah, we lost. Uh, however many they did lose, I think they lost technically six. He's like, we lost five games, and then the Miami thing. He said it that way, and he was thing. smiling. Like that is a. I mean, it was an amazing I mean, junk it was, play. It was yeah, a busted. Same. What yeah. returns? Well, that's yes. what happens when you put Gronk at safety. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was just a, a a coaching error. Yeah, because yeah. well, you're just assuming they're going to just gun it deep, and yeah. if they don't, Gronk can't fucking tackle. No, it's uh, just hard for us to be excited yeah. about any coaching hire. Flores, Gase, yeah. nothing other than Bill Belichick would get either of us excited, and he ain't going anywhere. No, he's not. For me, it's just like watching your really hot ex just keep getting like more like raises and like all these awesome things that keep happening. It's just, it's awful. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Uh, I like that analogy. Bruce Arians. Uh, I obviously like that hire. I talked about that earlier. Mike, how do you feel about Arians coming back into the league after leaving Arizona? I like him. You don't like him? I like him. Oh, I've you always, like him. He's, he's super likable. Yeah, no, he's very, very likable Doesn't he wear guy. the Kangol? He does. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, a, that's a good power move. I think, uh, I mean. I, For a white guy. I think he's a little bit shady in the way that he came back because he's like, no, I'm done with football. The only thing I'd come back for this, and then the Bucks come in, and he's like, oh, I guess I'll come back. They all like, say that, though. They all do that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that part's a little bit shady. Um, But, I mean, aside from that. He got tired of Arizona. That's what that was. Yeah, well, d- I mean, he got, they were a, He's a been team into a Super Bowl, was, has he not? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he turned them into a team that was – you know, at least a playoff contender every year, mm-hmm. which the Bucks haven't smelled the playoffs since what two thousand and four. Mm. Like, it's been a while. He could move the needle. He could you move know, the that's needle. The thing is, People respect could, him. If he could get them to being a, a five hundred team next year, Tampa's going to lose their damn minds, right? You know, so a- anything that's not what they've been trying is a step in the right direction yeah. for Tampa. Yeah, Dirk Cotter was a failure. Oh my I, god, he, I, I didn't yeah, like what, his, he, I hated he his got face. a coordinator job, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, I just didn't like his face. I'll, no. look, I'll, I'll look that up. But uh, so not really a new coaching hire, but it he was left to dangle in the wind for a little bit. Harbaugh back in Baltimore. 
How do we feel about that? They let him. They let him dangle. They, they let did, him dangle. but he's been their guy now twelve or thirteen years. Uh, isn't like he that. second behind while. Belichick I for longest so. tenured? It's it's close. Yeah, because it was Marvin Lewis. Cotter right. is the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. That's what yep. I thought. I thought but he, but he's was. fine as a coordinator. A lot of these guys that got the head coaching opportunity wilt under the fact that now you're the CEO instead of the VP of marketing. Yeah. Now you have to run every branch of the team instead of your one branch. That's like when um, just because I, I, I remember Jim Fassel's son. Yeah. Who he's a special, who, teams, special teams guy and he's great at it. Yeah, for the but Rams. But he now, was right? an interim for a while and he, he I only know because it was on Hard Knocks yeah. and he was excited about it but happy to go back. He's like that is not as much of what I love doing. He's the best special teams coach in the biz, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they give him interim cuz he'd been there a while and it's not the right fit. So some of these coordinators that come up, I don't think they know what they're getting into. No. It's you're not just calling plays on one side or the other. No. You're not doing just anything. A head coach yeah. is a difficult job. It's CEO of a big company. That's the idea, and some of them do it well, and the ones that can, you know, reach that Belichick status, you know, and they become those uh, impenetrable I would put guys. Mike Tomlin up there as well. I think Tomlin's a decent, a decent head coach. Yeah, he's I don't got, think he's a great head coach. He is, but, but he's one. He's the bad one at thing player you, management, right? I was, but you nailed it. The one thing say, you hear yeah. about Tomlin that you don't hear about some of the others that would keep Tomlin from my greats is that you need to manage your players. You need your players wanting to kiss you dead on the lips. <laughs> that tells you something. But also not wanting you to because right. they respect the shit out of you. And but they're like, even Belichick's quick conversation with Gronk right before they went up on the podium for that. I mean, those little moments that you're seeing him, he called him one heck of a player, and Gronk said, you're one heck of a coach. And it was like, this is a nice moment. I don't think Tomlin's getting A lot of coaches don't get that level of respect from their players because yeah. they come across too hard. Yeah, Tomlin at this point, I just think he's divisive in the locker room. He is. So, and and he's a very good coach. That's, I, I agree it. with you. He's very good. I think he's what's happening to that team, we will see his exit if they don't perform in the next two seasons. I would put him in the same uh, tier as, as Todd Haley, but as an offensive coordinator. I think Haley's a I hell know. of an offensive Holly's coordinator. Haley's a Holly. But he's... He was the Chiefs guy. Yeah. But he, I know. Head he's coach, no bueno. Not a, he's just not a good coach. There's too much friction. Harbaugh, to your point, you, to your question, yes. Harbaugh, I think, got lucky that Lamar Jackson might be good. He saved Because him he would not have had a job if they were just rolling Flacco. Flacco... It's going to be an interesting situation. What what's going on there? I don't think it's it's seen its. I think he gets moved, and he's probably going to get moved. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a backup. There's teams like mine who would be interested in a vet of his. Well, there's a couple knowledge which we will we will discuss. I think the Jags could use him. I think. Damn, uh, Blake, no. I, yeah, I mean, done. Jags could use him. Oakland, if they decide to move on from Carr, Arizona could They're not use him. Move on from Carr yet. I mean, there's there is Denver could use no, him. That's no. weird. That there's a love hate there. Washington, yeah. Gruden does. Gruden doesn't like people that Gruden didn't pick. That's fair. Yeah, because Derek Carr is loved by the fans, hated by Gruden, yeah. and I think that's what it is at this point. Because yeah, but you think it's to, yeah to to get in that before it gets too deep. Last coaching thing I want to talk about: Jerry Jones coming out saying Jason Garrett will not be re-upped during the season. He's going to let him play it out. What do we think happens with Jason Garrett in Dallas? Jerry is going to die soonish. Uh, <laughs> he looks bad. He doesn't, doesn't look as look good. good. He wants another title. He said it. He said, I want another title. If they're not, I'm, I'm saying if they lose like two early games, he's gone. He'll put in anyone. He'll he'll do, I'm acting head coach for a little while. He's done this garbage before. It's true. The team has the talent. They're not putting all the pieces together. I don't know if they have the talent at quarterback. 
Oh, well, no, but they have an amazing running back. It's true. They have some very good receivers. They've got, on the defensive side of the ball, some very exciting players. Lawrence is over there. There's some good guys over then there. And they have two new stud linebackers. Right. Because you got, what is it, Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch. Mm-hmm. Van, Van Der Esch has the potential to be an Erlacher. Yeah. That's, and that's not me just saying because no, he's you're, white. That's true. You know, that's just me saying because what, watch Leighton Van Der Esch play. Watch Brian Erlacher play. They've squandered they talent. parallels. They've squandered you talent. I, I do blame Garrett because they don't have a ring in the last, since the, what the nineties? Yeah. yeah, they. I don't know how much I blame Garrett because Jones builds the team he wants. Garrett yeah, does true. the best that he can with Jones's talent. I don't think Dak. There's been a lot of quarterbacks with lower talent level than Dak that have won Super Bowls. It's true. Dak, with, there's talent. There's enough talent around him. He he should be able to make it happen. Yeah. Right, and I think some bad decisions coaching. end up falling on the coaching staff. Yeah, I agree. So they. If they're not winning games, he is not the coach by the end of the season. Oh, I don't think. I mean, if if for some reason they start this next season two and four, he's gone. I, I would that that game seven. If he loses it, he's out. I you wonder know? if it's even at five hundred. They're not happy if they don't win the division and move forward. And I don't think that they will. I think the Eagles will win the NFC East this year. Eh. Carson Wentz comes back healthy. They have a lot of the guys returning healthy. They'll have I, a long I know it's season. a tough division. It's a tough. It, it is a, that NFC East and is if, always tough. And if Eli can get an offensive line, I know I'm being a bit of a homer. If he can get an offensive line and be able to stand in the pocket for six to ten seconds, he's he can get the ball where it needs to go mm-hmm. most of the time. Poor Redskins could have been if they kept a healthy Alex quarterback. Smith. When yeah, he was they, healthy, they were dangerous. They were, they they were no, very dangerous. No backup plan. No, like, but like Colt that's, McCoy, that's but then the Colt NFL, McCoy though. did the same thing. Colt, Colt McCoy broke his leg too. The NFL sometimes you can only leverage so much in yeah. terms of money, draft picks. When you get a guy and then they're winning, what they won like seven games or something in it a was, row. They it was were incredible. Ahead of the, they were right. The they division were leading the division. While. Smith was that important to the success. He's always been good. He's a number one, a former number one pick yeah. who has had some bad luck in a few places. Yeah, this being probably the worst luck. I mean, they he weren't played sure he's very play well again. in Kansas City, but. How do you not? Patrick Mahomes just has all those intangibles. You have to. Yeah, clearly they saw something in training camp, in practice yes. that said, "We're not keeping I mean, Smith. We're when they, moving on from him." When they drafted, they got a Mahomes, discount for they that said, too. Yeah. They said, "Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to give Alex a year, and then, you know, Mahomes' second deal will break the bank." But right now, that was the right financial decision and talent decision. Yeah. Smith has been in the league now what fourteen seasons, something like that. I think he came in in 05 or 06. He's Expensive is what I guess yeah. I'm getting at. Is these older guys are expensive, so when a team is looking at, well, I got this guy and he's on a rookie deal because the rookie deals changed about what right after Bradford, yeah. so '08 or yeah, something. Bradford the, broke up, right. Broke Bradford up. got 60 million guaranteed, and a bunch of the vets were like, "That's wrong." <laughs> so since then, your rookie deal, which is four years, is so crucial. Like Saquon isn't due for big money; he's got to remain five. healthy through it. It's he's five. Got, it's I thought five. it was well, four with the top fifth ten. Option. Top ten is five. Yeah, you're right. And they're only five. getting, I say only, it's a lot of money, but it's 30. Lot. It's 30, around 30 is what they're getting, which is great. These guys are getting paid. They're all doing yeah. well. Yeah. It's all about the second but deal. it's yeah. not 60. Which lets the teams make some moves. And you need to do yeah. that for, for a team like the Browns or one of our teams to rise from the ashes. Yeah. You, you need that. It's part of the reason why I think that there is a possibility to make the Chiefs more dangerous is if they have the cap space available. Yes, Le'Veon Bell. I want to know what the running back situation looks like there. I think he I think he would take a deal for a ring. I don't know. He's never expressed that. He's been very me, me, me. 
But that's in Pittsburgh, where that it's a very me, me, me culture. That's it it is, is because they don't, they don't. I mean, my my best friend Michael, I think agree because we've talked about the Steelers. He's a diehard Steeler fan. Both both friends, they're from up there. Yeah, they have not done a good job up there of making the best players want to play there. Yeah, they've done a poor job of it because they won titles with some players like the Bettises and those guys that Heinz Ward that wanted to be there and wanted to be a Steeler for life. And look at what they just let go. Bell and Brown, the two arguably number one guys at their position when healthy, they were like, well, I guess it's not worth playing playing the game and making them feel good. Right. I think that's a bad call. It's, I mean, it, as it, the team, it, like I said, that's the Roonies, old uh, school. Oh uh, no, that's that's where I, I we kind of harp on this fact. We talked about it earlier. Divisive Mike Tomlin, Bill Cower kept people together. You're right. This is why I, I do agree with Mike more than you on Tomlin. But I don't know to your point that he's a good coach. We're not sure how much of that's from the ownership. Yeah. And how much is but it Tomlin? Again, I think right. he's a good coach. I don't put him in the pantheon of great because no. he can't keep a team but together. But what other team? In the NFL, had the number one receiver, and going back to fantasy purposes, yeah. those were the bona fide number ones at the most important positions for you, you to win a season. Up. No other team had that, and they couldn't put those pieces together. This year should have been a year they win. They could have crushed it with a healthy Brown and a healthy Bell, and they couldn't figure out how to offer Bell the right deal to play. They thought we offered him fifteen mil, doesn't he? Why won't he play? Because he wants security in a position where yeah. one hit ruins you. Yeah, he wanted like, what Gurley got. Yeah. No, he, he wants what Gurley got. He wants, you know, I'm sure even if he didn't get what Gurley got, if he got a deal similar to that of what Kirk Cousins got where it was fully guaranteed or something he like that. He would have played. He would have played. And that would have been a big difference in the AFC North and a big difference in the AFC as a whole. That's my thing. I think if he, the only way that I say that he takes a pay cut from the Chiefs to win a ring is if it's a fully guaranteed deal. Correct. I, I would, I, maybe. I don't know enough about the man other than yeah. I, I read a lot about him once yeah. I traded for him and everything. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he'll do a $30 million two-year deal if it's fully guaranteed. If the Chiefs have the stones to pull that, they it'd be so hard to root, to not think they're going to represent the AFC. Yeah, they it, already are one, two, or three in everyone's book easily, anyway easily. with Williams running. Yeah. Yeah, because they or, or where it's Williams. I think Williams Williams has there, it over where because yeah. they have the number one quarterback in the NFL right now. Because you can't really deny that at this point, based on the numbers that he put up. The number one tight the end, number one tight end, and a top the five fastest receiver. wide receiver in the league. Like he's great, and he's and got then great a hands. Former first round, first former top ten wide receiver Watkins. in the slot. Yeah, who showed flashes this year of what he should have been. Can't stay healthy. Yeah, no, they, I agree there, they, but he showed flashes of what he should have been. They're dangerous, and if they get Bell, but I don't think they will. I think Bell's going to go for the most money, which opens up the Jets and a few other teams. Right. He's going to try to get again. Gurley was what it was ended up being about fifty-seven million for the four years, and it was all uh, damn near all guaranteed, not fully, yeah. but there was a lot of it there. He wants over 60 Bell for yeah. four years. Yeah, which that's why I would say give him, give him money. 30 for two and make it fully guaranteed. I could see a team wanting to pull the trigger. Four years, 57-5. Ooh, nailed it. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just read this because I was reading an article which depressed me about the <laughs> – the, because as a fan too, I think a great running back – is fun to watch. It's fun to watch a game where Ezekiel Elliott's going off. It's fun to watch Gurley go off. I think the running back has gotten shat upon, whereas in the, certainly in the 80s, 90s, and even early 2000s, with Damian Thomas and Emmitt Smith, you, I mean, there yeah, were... Sean Alexander. Oh my God, Sean Alexander was so exciting that year. There were so many that, that help, the, not only do they win titles, but they help the flow of the game. Yeah. We're in a quarterback league at the moment. I get that, but that the quarterbacks can do better when they have good running backs. 
And Adrian Peterson. Yeah, no, Jamal you're, Lewis you're, that you're one right. Year. Well, AP was for a long time. So Priest Holmes. For, he had a great year. To, yeah. to cap off this current player NFL talk, Justin, would you take Le'Veon Bell on, knowing that he's a bit of a disruptor in the locker room, would you take him on the Jets? Uh, I mean, we already got the circus going. Why not add another clown? <laughs> Love it. That's from, one way to from, put it. From your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, uh, no, I was going to say Le'Veon, I think, is the right fit there because he, in my mind, he could be Broadway Joe 2.0. He really could be. And okay. and for his career, the reason I don't see him going on the Chiefs is the Chiefs is for a ring. The Jets would be, if you can succeed in New York, you, you have a brand. You yeah. could, could have a brand. Yeah. Part of the reason LeBron James, I know I'm switching sports, part of the reason LeBron went to L.A. is that's where his production company is. And he is already seeing the future. I don't know how many of these guys care about that, but I know that it's more than none. Yes, They're really thinking about their futures more than ever because they're seeing the Kobe's and the Michael Jordans create something beyond the game. And they're all trying to realize, wait a minute, I don't have something set up. And when I get hurt... What do I do? Gronk famously hasn't spent any of his actual salary. He's mm-hmm. only been using money that he got off endorsements so that he can build something for himself. And he appears to be a, quote, dumb guy. Yeah. Apparently not. Got He's some got good financial good, advice. Good Because so many of them are not doing that. The move for Bell for his future is a New York or a L.A., but L.A. doesn't want him. They have Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? They? But yeah. one of those big cities where it'd be so interesting – the the player I guess the the player and team first guys which we know he's not is where where I'd see someone go to the Chiefs yeah like mm-hmm. I said Chiefs I think is the one kind of thing where he wants Super Bowls he goes to the Chiefs if he wants money he's either going to the Jets or the Niners yeah yeah so oh I like him on the Niners to, too if Jimmy G's healthy to move Please. to the draft. 2019 draft. I haven't done a lot of draft research yet. I know most people here. Mike's probably done a little more than me at this point. Not yeah. a, not a whole lot, yeah. but you know a decent amount. Uh, I love the draft. April. I'm I'm very excited. I love We're the draft, draft fans here. At least three April, of the four. That's fair. April like 25th, watching. round number one. Uh, the combine is February 26th to March 4th. First question. Uh, short answer to off the top of your head is Nick Bosa the number one pick? Yes. I think so, probably. Don't ask me. Okay. Uh, who is your <laughs> Isn't top? Isn't he the brother of, uh, <laughs> of Joey? Joey? Yeah. 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 And apparently good... he's got more tools than Joey. Did The the dad played too, didn't he? Uh, years I ago? So. I don't know, but I know that Nick sat out the entire senior season, or his entire final season. To yeah, he had a sports he, hernia? He, he had a like hernia that he needed surgery on, and then like he didn't get surgery until like halfway through the season. He's like, I'm shutting it down. Bosa's <laughs> a guy, the, 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 the Chargers Bosa, which yes, is what Joey. Joey Bosa, is a guy that is sneaky to football fans everywhere. Everyone knows he's a, he's a gem, but the casual fan doesn't know him, even though he was a high pick, and he's moving the needle for them big time. And again, a lot of people are saying the brother's even better. John well, Bosa played three seasons. Not nearly as successful as his kid's going to be. Played for the Dolphins. It's an Archie it's style. I knew he played. I just didn't yeah. know. Yeah, for your, your boys. Yeah. But he might have been there, what, in the, it was 80s then, He was right? drafted. Uh, he was born in 64. He was drafted in 80, uh, 87. 80. Yeah, they Round were. one, pick 16. That yeah. hurts. In the Marino era when they were making the playoffs and doing some things. Yeah. Uh, So, Nick Bosa, number one. Who is your top quarterback entering round number one, Mike? See, that's a tough question because obviously my heart's going to be invested in it. Um, That's why I'm asking the question. When it comes to best NFL prospect, it's Dwayne Haskins. And it's between Dwayne Haskins and I will say probably drew lock 
Those are the two that are the top NFL prospects because they have the best intangibles for the game. Kyler Murray's interesting. Just interesting. He's interesting <laughs> because it. he could be the top prospect if he can be Drew Brees with feet. If he can if he can if he can go to a team that can keep him upright, right. that's great. But what Otherwise, number one pick team can do that? What what thing. early picking team well, can keep this lot, kid healthy? I mean, a lot of mock drafts haven't fallen to you guys at thirteen. I know that. A lot, I've seen him getting that drafted by Arizona or not Arizona. Um, I'm gonna that's a different thing. I've seen him get drafted by Washington. Yeah. You know, and I think I even saw one mock draft. I I don't remember where it was from that had him go in the final pick of the first round of the fucking Pats. Like, <laughs> at some point they're going to c- continue. Like they drafted Jimmy G, they're going to draft more quarterbacks. They the they future take one a year, I think. Usually, yeah. You know, for me, I put Dwayne Haskins at number one yeah, because I've watched it's... enough tape on him to think that wow, this guy could be a pro style quarterback. Mm-hmm. And possibly even week one starter. He's the right size. He's got the things that Kyler doesn't. And I know the other guy Locke does too, but yeah, Haskins, 50 touchdowns last year. Locke has a possibly the most cultured arm uh, in, in the draft. He's yeah. got the best they say arm He's got strength. the best arm in this. But isn't class, that what know? they went over last year? We had a bunch of quarterbacks coming in. There was Allen. There was Rosen. There was uh, – ooh, who, who went earlier than both Baker. of them? Baker. Baker, well, Baker, Darnold, Baker Darnold. Darnold. It was a big year for quarterbacks. Yeah, it all came down to that too. And the one that was, I guess, at least the things I was reading, had the lowest ratings on the arm strength, things like that. Went number one. Yeah, Baker. That's true. He yeah. was not rated with the highest arm strength of oh, those yeah. four guys. Big heart though. I know that. A uh, and to win. is that where Kyler comes out of nowhere? I don't know because I think teams are nervous about him. Because well, of the baseball. the baseball. Yeah, the baseball thing makes teams really nervous. Another 30 for 30 plug. <laughs> Dion had a 30 for 30 that came yeah. out last week. It was awesome. And that was the thing. The teams, and he was playing for both Atlanta franchises. Yeah, The ownership was, there's an issue there where they're like, well, if you're not dedicated to the team, you're also at risk for injury. So I, I, I know Kyler's projected to Miami. I, I'd be excited if it happened because, boy, what if? He's got this great what if. There was... Not as much excitement over Tannehill as what if. It's like we knew what we were getting. We are getting a fast guy who can kind of throw the ball and maybe he'll make a difference. Kyler has this big unknown. Haskins, to me, I agree with you fully, is the number one prospect at quarterback. You could see things happen there. Who's got a higher ceiling, Kyler or Dwayne? That's a tough question. Yeah, because that's the thing is, you know, the first time that – I mean, obviously they say that Kyler Murray is 5'10". I've he's heard not. analysts say he's 5'7". He's, he's more lucky. fluty than yeah, Breeze. You're right. He's 5'7", and uh, if he's 5'7", about 75, like. the second that Ndamukong Sue comes through and crushes bad. him, bad. Yeah. you know, he might not get up again. If his playing <laughs> weight, if he plays at that 175, 180 – I don't think he has a long career. He'd have to get to like 210. I was about to say 205, 210, something like that. But that's going to affect mobility. Maybe, maybe not. What if he built bulks up like a, like a boxer would, where it's, it's all about the muscle being it's protection. Core. Right, your core strength. The muscle is protection, but doesn't take away from speed, like a Mayweather kind of workout. It's still going to affect his body. Is his body able to put on that muscle and we don't still know. be healthy? That's why there's a problem there. Yeah. It's like the durability of a guy that size. There Again, Flutie did have a long career. But because he was so elusive, is Kyler that elusive? He seems to be. He's very fast. So he, fast. I would say he's got the potential to. But my caveat to that, he plays in the Big Twelve. Yep. The Big Twelve does not know how to play defense on the court. Oh, they don't sack quarterbacks. <laughs> no, like that. That's a division. That that is a conference of football. And I'm a UCF fan, so came, I watch. He came right behind Baker, that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I watch people that 
say that like oh, we, we're not even a real football conference <laughs> so like seeing that it's like just seeing how little of defense they play he's he could be in for a rude awakening his jersey doesn't get dirty NFL. enough for me to trust him as a yeah. qb uh so get back to the question because neither one of you answered it. Haskins. Who's got a higher ceiling? Oh, you changed it to that. Oh. Well, that's my secondary. Who's got a higher ceiling? Um, that's so difficult. I, just because I, I I can't trust Kyler's durability, I say Haskins. I, I, I Again, respect where you're coming from. I think Kyler's got the higher ceiling because there's so much unknown there. There's he's, a lot of intangibles. He's faster. He can do things that Haskins can't. And he, can, he has the arm to make all NFL he pros. He does. He does. I just no. think that Haskins is going to end up being the better NFL pro. That's yeah. just an opinion. But I think ceiling-wise, if that's the game we're playing, Kyler's much higher in that he's got that mix of maybe the Breeze and Russell Wilson coming together that could be so crazy that's a good, successful. Yeah. But that's his best. Yes. His worst is is uh, David Carr. You, you know mm, what I mean? Like it, yeah. Ouch. Or like Keely Smith. That's his worst. But he's not going number one. So Pat I White. think the pressure... <laughs> oh, boy. From West Virginia, remember? Yeah. Was, G- I mean, he could be a Geno Smith as well. I mean, Geno had more of Pat White and height, Steve but, Slayton thanks. were the jam. For the yeah. Mountaineers that year, and both didn't really get it done. No, but that's the problem with guys that are 185, five. Let's call him five ten and 185. There's a reason Edelman, who has those exact dimensions, plays wide receiver. wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason, and if Kyler, he's not switching at this point. No, and it's rough to play behind center when you can't see over yeah. the so, center. Just I waiting mean, for Bill Polian to straight up say, well, why doesn't Kyler Murray play wide receiver? receiver? Like what he did with Lamar Jackson. And then Lamar Jackson went ahead That's and what I'll took say the team to the playoffs. Lamar Jackson made the running thing work. He but made he's bigger. The, he is bigger. He's a lot bigger. He's bigger. He's 6'1", right? I, I think he's he bigger could, than that. I think, I think he's, he's bigger than that. I think, I think he weighs three, like 220. Four. Oh, I know. He's, he's, he's a little bit stockier. He's a real boy, real big boy. Kyler hasn't grown into his adult body yet. No offense, but in baseball, you could be those. You could be one eighty five. Yeah. Lamar Jackson clocking in at six three two twelve. By yeah. the way, oh two twelve. He's a little leaner than we thought. I was gonna say no. He he looks lean. Kyler plays outfield. He's got a cannon of an arm, and you don't get hit in baseball. No. But even one eighty five as a center fielder is light. Yes. Is light. These guys are bigger. Giancarlo Stanton is a monster. Yeah. I mean, he's Mike Trout. A, Mike Trout plays center field for beefy, the Angels, and he is beefy he's a dude. thick boy. Yeah. Two even Harper, who is on the slider build. Is jacked yeah. if you see it. He's a ripped dude. So I just don't. I, I again. I hope Kyler's g- great success. You know, we as football fans, we want to see these guys with this. He's those intangibles that you excitement. said. You want to see the guy break the mold like Pat Mahomes is doing, like Russell did when he came in and won an early Super Bowl. That's great. That's good for the league. It's good for quarterbacks. It's good for the kids looking up to a guy yeah. saying, "Yeah, I, I run," but that doesn't mean I can't be a quarterback. Right. Pat Mahomes has got legs too. He just has a cannon. Yeah, he's and he oh can put God. it everywhere and for all, now. 70, 70 yards flat footed. Love just it. Tossing this out there, they list Kyler at least according to Wikipedia at 195, and I do not believe either. Of those no, I, again, there's a lot of misinformation. We'll, we'll see find at out combine. at the combine. the combine. The combine will put up the real numbers. His his jump, his long jump, his yeah. high jump, all Makes that, sense. his height and weight will come out. I think he might be one of the best athletes in this draft, though. If not, oh, top probably. five as far as athletics go. Uh, do either one of you, uh, Justin, leaving yeah, you out of this because you're yeah. not no, that's you're not fine. draft efficient at the moment. No, that's fine. Uh, favorite round one prospect overall. Overall. Oh, but mine is Kyler because I, would you use right? Because again, all that I'm I'm trying not to get excited, but it would be good if mm. Miami grabbed him. Again, 
I know I said earlier, the my number one is those core pieces. Yeah. But if this kid is there at 13, I think you're getting value for a Heisman winner, the heir apparent to what Baker was in Oklahoma. You know, you can move some stuff around and maybe you don't have to start him if you keep Tannehill another year. Mm-hmm. You don't need to rush the boy in. And what would be really interesting is seeing the, the weight he comes into the combine now. Because yeah. we have another three weeks. What if he's done some work? These guys work 24-7. Oh, yeah. The smart ones. Yeah. The smart ones are doing things in the offseason. A guy like him, if he commits to football, and I'm not saying he did because I don't know him. Yeah. But if he shows up at the combine and he's like 195, 200, and he's, things are looking different, you know he's trying to... And he be runs a, a top four quarterback four as a quarterback, and, right? You know, which I think he'll run no matter what. Yeah, you know, he's not. But I mean, if he's a if he's two hundred pounds four and he's running a four four, that's that. Oh yeah, that's some. There's I some think, excitement. I think he's running a four three. I was about to say he's a little better than a four four. Well, but, I mean, when you put on weight, I mean that can affect it can affect your stride. It can affect. <laughs> your there's a lot of guys stuff. with a high talent ceiling, and mo- more of them fail than succeed. Like the Cam Newtons. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I'm scared for Pat Mahomes because Cam had a great year, too. That's true. M- multiple good years. He yeah. went to a Super Bowl. Pat, Von Miller I lived, want lived him to do... Free I know. Right, here. right, forever. Yeah. I want Pat Mahomes to do well because he's so fun to watch. But that style, the, 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 the no-look pass and the throwing with your left hand and stuff, that is so exciting and fun but not sustainable for long-term success. I mean, Eli's made some opposite-handed throws, too. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Hey, Tebow made the jump pass several times. But Mike, who's your favorite round one prospect? Um, Because I hope that my Giants take him, I love Dwayne Haskins. But I think my favorite round one prospect, and just because where I'm seeing him land, um, I really like Wilkins from Clemson because I've seen a lot of mock drafts of him going to Cleveland. And I see, granted, that's a later pick. So he's falling to like 17, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Mid-round. But him solidifying that defensive front, I think that's one of the things that makes, makes Cleveland that a scary team. That D's already scary, too. Yeah, because you got, what, Miles Garrett? Miles you got Denzel a terrifying Ward. terrifying human. You know, and it's... I know, and he's such a nice guy, too. He's it so makes nice. no sense. Yeah. He's a monster. Isn't yeah. he he's huge? Disgusting. Yeah, he's, he's in the high ripped. sixes. Yeah, he's See, because I also like Quinnen Williams a lot from Alabama. I think Quinnen Williams has a, a, a high ceiling, but he has a snacks-like ceiling, not an Aaron Donald-like ceiling. Yeah. So I, I, he can be a fantastic run stopper, but he's not going to get to the quarterback that much you know but they remains to be seen what system does he end up in what defense does he does he get drafted by a team that runs a three four because if he does he's not going to be shit right now he's in you know he's got to be in, he needs a, more he's got to be line. in a four three with another big boy right next to him to where they smush the center and, and stop you, the you run. hope the teams see that kind of thing yeah. and know where to put him some teams don't care about that yeah. and they're like no we're gonna mold him in but you see how many yeah. times that fails yeah because there, there's a good amount of drafts where the jets are grabbing them at three so you know, so Last thing I want to talk about on this podcast, I want to make this uh, brief-ish. Uh, I have all of the non-playoff teams listed here. Uh, I'm going to ask you what their biggest need is. Uh, give me one position. Just one position, whether it's free agency, draft, uh, a player, whatever you think. Uh, so let's start with Arizona, Mike. What's Arizona's biggest need? Uh, intelligence. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, that's, no, it's that's, bad. that's fair. Craig? The Arizona's biggest need... It's quarterback. It sucks because they just got one. Got anything? With offense. Yeah. Oakland. <laughs> head coaching is what I would say. No, they've got him for nine more years. <laughs> but that, that's a need. They need a new head coach. Yeah. Um, He's uh, not. Not, uh, not the front office that they have. The front office is a problem. As far as players, I think wide receiver would help out a lot. Carr needs an outlet. I would say running back as I well. I was going to say, I think that's a tie. 
The, you know, Lynch is not. Lynch isn't what he used to yeah. be. No, He's not no. beast mode anymore. Running back or, t- or, or wide receiver, give Carr something to throw at. He's not terrible. He's not as good as his one good year was either. No. But somewhere in between there, you can win games. I think Gruden's too far up his own ass. Uh, Jets, I'll start with you, Justin. Oh, great. Where, where, what's your biggest need? Oh, God. We need, uh, honestly, we need uh, wide receivers. We need weapons for Darnold. And as much as I like Robbie Anderson and Quincy and whatnot, it's, I don't think it's doing it. I go running back there because I don't believe as much in Crowell as others do, but I think he's a good. I think he's a good replacement back. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's a better version of uh, the guy that was in Jacksonville for a few years, and I can't remember his name. Taylor. Uh, no, he's Maurice uh, Jones. True. No, it's, after him. I'm gonna. I'll come up with it. But Mike, who's your who's your Jets? Specifically, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he would. <laughs> you would change the, the game for them. You have the cap space. You take him. I think if a better have, running back helps Darnold more than a good receiver. No, that's the thing is because you have Robbie Anderson who's a deep threat. You have Anunwa who is good with his hands. Uh, I think you guys have an okay tight end. I they can't do. remember who it is. Uh, if you guys get Le'Veon Bell, you at least beat the Patriots once next year. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, uh, you guys have a decent enough defense. You know, it's one of those things. I think you you have the money. Make sure you get him. And I'm telling you that angrily towards you, but it's really at the Jets front office. You have the money. Do it. Get your superstar. Make him the offer. You've got a guy that if he stays healthy and can stay off the, the weed, because I think he had that issue oh, before. Oh, he likes the drugs. He likes the weed. Yeah, if you keep him weeds. off the weed and keep him healthy, you've got the one of the top three running backs in the league every year he suits up. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back to Mike. Uh, San Francisco. Uh, they just need to be healthy. I, that's the thing is I think they showed flashes they did. of being a good team even when they were on their third string quarterback. Their first team stays healthy. They think they could, they have a, a decent enough future. That's really what it is. It's just they need to be healthy. Draft a receiver late, yeah. not in the first round necessarily. Get get a receiver. Jimmy can play if he's healthy. Obviously, he can play. Yeah. Jerick McKinnon, what a bad story. He doesn't even get to really see the field. He, yeah. Didn't he get hurt in week one or something? No, it was pre-season, or preseason, pre-season, right? Pre-season, yeah. That was a big signing, and he was going to be very exciting. I so think Jimmy got hurt week two, right? No, no, I think he's saying I was saying Jarek McKinnon. Oh, Jarek McKinnon, who right, was right. going to yeah, shore up their running back situation. Yeah, I believe both of them should be week one ready. So it sounds that way from what I've what I've read on the interwebs. Uh, Justin, you got anything for that offense? Fair. Uh, Atlanta, or I'm sorry, Jacksonville. We're talking, oh, we're talking no. Jacksonville. Well, that one's. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Hurt you. It's quarterback. It's I'm hurt sorry. You. I'm sorry, Blake. I mean, UCF. I want him to do well. Yeah. I think he could do well on another team. Give him another shot. His ceiling, we've seen some of it. And he threw, like, what, 30 touchdowns last year? Not this, the one before last. Yeah, the team when they went to the AFC When title. they went to the championship, he was serviceable. He put him on another team. Give him another shot. But they need a different, a different quarterback would help them. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that uh, – Given Kyler Murray a shout in Jacksonville would be exciting, um, yeah. especially. But that's if they don't drive Fournette out, because apparently there's some. I know there's Tom there. Coughlin. Division there. Doesn't he run the front office he there? Does. Yeah. He does. He does. Head, head of football ops, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Fournette's a talent too. That that again is being squandered a little bit there. They're, he can't stay healthy. Well, no. yeah, he has health issues, hamstring but, stuff. But yeah, quarterback hit, for sure for the yeah. Jags. Uh, Atlanta. <sighs> It's, it's hard to say with Atlanta because they have so many pieces where you're just like, oh, man, they got a lot of good pieces on defense. They have great running backs. They have Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. It's one of those things of 
What's missing? Offensive line, yeah. I think, is something that they could go there. D-line, Defensive too. line, yeah, as both, well. Both lines could use a lot of help. Yeah, so prob- trenches, trenches. I would say I D-line first, but that's just me, just because I think the offense has a lot of pieces. They can still score. They can score, they whereas can that run, yeah. they're letting too many points up. And we saw that even in their Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, they, true. You can true. score 37, or what? sorry, 34, and then the other guy scores 35, and you lose. So yeah, get them some defensive line, because... The Aaron Donalds of the world are very difficult to find. Yeah. You get a guy like that, it's a franchise changer. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo. Oh, my God. I actually <laughs> like Allen I like Allen. I like Allen. Yeah, like but we were high on him last year. Yeah, we were. And, it, I mean, it shows. I mean, the guy ran for more yards in his rookie year than Mike Vick did. He did. Which is, <laughs> and he's got a better arm than Vick, I would say. Yeah, he's that guy. Could I think he actually distance covered, you know, in by just air alone, he has the longest throw of the season they, last year. Yeah. yeah, but could you? I don't even think I could name a wide receiver on that team. I think yeah. that's probably where they need to go. They, they let them all they, go. They need to either figure out what they're doing with LaShawn McCoy or get a wide receiver. Yeah, they had Sammy Watkins and Robert Woods at one point, but both yeah. and went both. to other teams and both excelled with other teams. I know. They had something. Get a wide re- get some wide receivers. Free agency may be better than the draft, but yeah. uh, the Buccaneers. Protect Jameis. That's the thing. O-line. Give him time. O-line. You give the kid time. He's a born winner, not in the NFL. He knows how to win games. He can make a lot of the I mean, throws. He's won, good, he's won games in the NFL. He he's has. carried them. Yeah, I think but when he, he gets needs, hit, he's just like everyone else. He needs <laughs> nice. an offensive line, but he also needs a really good mentor. Like, if he has someone that can keep his head on straight, yeah. and I I hope that's what Bruce Arians can be for him. Might if be. Bruce Arians can keep his head on straight, Jameis Winston will have the rest of his career will be good as long as someone has that. And they could rock that division, too. Yeah, they could. A winnable division. It's a win- with the, so. I was going to say, because Carolina is always up and down. Cam Newton. Atlanta. Is, we could have a whole podcast about Cam Newton. Yeah, I have feelings. Such oh, a, I don't like Cam Newton. And I've been very vocal uh, about it. Very that. few do. Even yeah. Carolina fans at this point have come along. Uh, Josh, who we both know, yeah. is a Carolina oh, yeah. fan who has a, struggles with Cam. Because, boy, the raw talent through the roof. Oh, yeah. Can't put it together and couldn't has too much pride he should have sat the whole last second half of the season his shoulder was messed up it's now a surgery situation yeah why didn't he sit too much pride yeah you guys aren't winning games anyways get surgery get healthy and just give the ball to christian mccaffrey because that's all you got because a healthy cam with some of the pieces they have he's dangerous yeah, DJ Moore's good Forced, too. Yeah, Forced run a Kelvin triple, out of town. Yeah, run a triple option using DJ Moore running underneath and Christian McCaffrey running behind you with a healthy Cam Newton, and then you got a great play action pass game that could be amazing. He couldn't move his arm higher than I don't know the degrees if we're talking a circle, but he he couldn't do this for those on the video. He couldn't do this properly. His throwing motion started here. Yeah, so he was for six games. He was he was it was just this. Yeah, and it was going into the ground, right into the ground, right Tim at the Tebow. feet of every receiver. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mike, I'll start with you. New York Giants. <sighs> Biggest need for the Giants is to find Eli's successor. It's not Kyle Lalletta. You know, it, 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 that's not going to be the thing. My ideal situation is to my my dream scenario is to force Eli out this year, sign Tyrod Taylor, draft Dwayne Haskins. 
That's my dream scenario. What's likely going to happen is that they it's looking Eli like they're going to draft. Yeah. They're going to draft a quarterback, and if Eli cannot do it, they will switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think the most important thing is to get a successor, even if it's not drafting a quarterback, and you focus on the defensive front because we gave up more points than anyone in our division last year. We uh, also scored more points than anyone in our division, our division last year. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Offense <laughs> might not only necessarily won four be games the, or five. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That's what I'm saying. Offense <laughs> might not necessarily be the biggest concern because we're putting up points. Our defense can't stop points from being put up. Successor is so important because these teams, it's not just a one season game. No, right. they're, exactly. they're really trying. All of them attempt to play the long game. That's, it just doesn't that's work what I'm out. Saying, is if you're not going to be getting, you know, a first round quarterback. You have to be trying to get a trade for Bridgewater. You have to be trying to get T- a Taylor Tyrod Taylor to sign. We've, oh, yeah, we've talked about Tyrod Taylor coming to New York. I like that a lot. I think Saquon would like that. I think Odell would like that. And I'm chiming in a little more here because it's my team. Uh, but I am on the tank for Tua train. I want Tua <laughs> Tagovailoa so bad. And I think they take either Devin White as a linebacker, who I've watched tape on and I love, or I think they trade down and take either Greedy Williams or Baker out of uh, DeAndre Georgia. Deon, uh, yeah, DeAndre Baker out of Georgia. Our cornerback depth is rough. Yeah, no, Janoris I, Jenkins is getting older. Sam Beal was out all season last year. And I definitely don't want all of the Carolina Panther no. rejects on the People team. People score at will on the Giants yes. right now. So yeah, yes. no, our, I, our corner depth is abysmal. The one thing that I will say with what you're saying is if we don't trade back, I love the Devin White pick. If we're not going quarterback, I think Devin White is going to be a, a game changer. I mean, are you stud. Did you watch the Fiesta Bowl? No. Oh, you didn't watch the Fiesta Bowl this year. Okay, Wait. so he plays for LSU. LSU. Oh no, I yeah. did. I'm sorry. He was yeah, the, the, he's the linebacker LSU. for LSU. Yeah. He was everywhere on yeah, the field against UCF. Granted, UCF still put up points, but he is the reason that like part of the reason that that game like that, that UCF a, had no chance. It was a sad game for me. So. Oh, I agree. I, I cried a little. But no, Devin White I think is the real deal and I think he could be depending on where he goes You guys pick people, where 6? Six? 6. six. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's people that have Devin White falling. He depending on if he falls, he's the steal of the draft. Yeah. You know. Uh Detroit Lions. So I'm with you what you said about the Giants. They almost were close to needing a successor to Stafford and maybe it's not successor because he's got years left in the tank, but he's been ineffective. I and think it's just stale. Carryon Johnson's a, stale. a good running back. I think they're fine there. They've got Finally. some pieces of the Finally. puzzle. Stafford can't win the ten games, eleven games necessary to win the division. Yeah, he's not a he's not that guy that's going to drive you down the field in the fourth quarter. At least no. it doesn't seem that way to this point in his career. But what a what a again if they could move away from him, and I don't think they will. He's a franchise guy. He says the right things. But he'd be a valuable free agent piece, but I don't think they're going to do that. Right. I think we're going to see them take an unsexy pick of some defensive player or an O-lineman, keep Stafford upright. He's only been in the league, what, this will be his 10th season? Something like that. 10th or 11th. But he's in that category of quarterbacks, and we've got quite a few of them. The Phillip Rivers kind of zone of QBs that we do, I just don't know that they'll ever get a ring no. playing the way they're playing. Yeah. I, I, yeah 2009. I, Okay, so yeah, he's gonna be. This is gonna be season ten then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my thing with him is, I, I think Matt Stafford. He, he's got the talent. He's so talented. He's it's got not the talent. About that, I just don't know what it is about Detroit as a whole that can't put it together. Because he'll have seasons where he, you know, he'll like he'll have turnovers. Like yeah, Eli always has turnovers. Yeah, but know, four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. He's does. touched. That's he's had that. He's, he's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. So I don't think he's losing them games. I just. 
I, I just don't know what's keeping them from winning them. When Golden Tate was your number one receiver this year, you knew there was something wrong. And then they moved him. And then they moved him, yeah. And then it was... You would hope they could, yeah. they could surround him Kenny with some Galladay. talent. So maybe it is that they need wide receiver tight end more than yeah. anything. That, Eric Ebron gone. Gets Eric sacked Ebron, a lot. Yeah, Eric Ebron was a failed draft pick for them and a pro bowler for the Colts this I know. year. Like, that team is, again, that goes to the front office and the coaching. They're not using their talent well. Yeah. So we can assume that Kerryon Johnson won't be used properly. You know, we're going to see that time and time again from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Stafford, you are not winning titles in fantasy with Stafford on your team. I actually did that one year. You did? Yeah. I won that must have been the year he put 33 touchdowns up because that's yeah, like his I, career he was best. My, he was my starting quarterback when I won a championship. I want to say it was like 2013. You must have had some other pieces, though. Oh, it was a good team. Uh, Green Bay. Packers. No, wide, receiver. wide receiver. Wide receiver. Tools for Aaron Rodgers can make anyone good, but it's not like Tom Brady can make anyone good. Right. You know, Brady can really dig deep and make studs out of Rex Burkheads and things like that, but Rodgers doesn't have that. He yeah. needs Devontae Adams is great. You get him someone on the other side. If Jimmy Graham's healthy, Jones was a pretty serviceable running back so. down the stretch. They've still had bad luck never uh, getting a stud I mean, over there. They, yeah. I think, what is it? Uh, Wide receiver for sure. Alexander at cornerback had a phenomenal year. I oh, think yeah. it was a little he bit weird well. training, trading Clinton Dix midseason. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agreed with that move. He didn't get along with McCarthy or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, when that's the thing. Yeah, and then if, they fired, if, then if, then if fired McCarthy. If there's a plan in place to fire McCarthy, then... He's talented, haha. He is. Haha. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati. I mean, they should just gut the team. I think they already did. They did the best thing that they can do, and that's get rid of Marvin Lewis. Yes, and I think you'll see a better Andy Dalton if everyone's healthy. So, I know you don't want health as the answer, but health is so important to them. Oh, absolutely. So, get some defensive. Where's their pick? They're Ooh. they're high up. Give me, yeah, give me a second. Are Since they in the top ten? I, I believe so. Who is the top ten? Uh, I'll bring up the draft can, order right now. Yeah. You just look them. I know Arizona's first. Uh, Arizona, uh, Oakland. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's not great. There's going to be a lot of defensive guys going in the in the first 15 picks. Mm. It's gonna. It's not going to be the huge quarterback year that we saw last no, year with four quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay, it's actually uh, uh, first. First is Arizona, and then after Arizona is San Fran, then the Jets, right. then Oakland. Okay. Right, and where's Cincy in there? Cincy is eleven. Yeah, 11. I think they just right by the Dolphins. Yeah, the eleventh pick, <sighs> defense. They're they're this mock draft yeah, brought up has them going offensive tackle. Oh, anytime you can get a lineman on either side of the ball, they're they're not bad first round picks. They're no, technically no. good first round picks. They have long life. They stay. They can be linchpins of like the entire success of an offense or defense. Unless you take Eric Flowers over Todd Gurley, <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's not great. Did that. Uh, Denver. Of, oh, sorry. Denver. What they need? Mm. Not Case Keenum. <laughs> who I think Chad fails Kelly. the fails the, the wife test for a successful quarterback. Yeah. Oh, is, is six, she not? She's not. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's all you need to say. She's right. not. She's Kimberly not. Keenum, if you're listening to the Junk Rush Show, I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and where that's your fault. Yeah, you could tell a good quarterback by how hot their wife is. That's okay, not true. Because so Ryan Tannehill's wife is super hot. And he is not good. I didn't say it was the... No, it doesn't mean hot wife means good quarterback. Good quarterbacks have hot wives. Uh, except for Kurt Warner. Except- <laughs> Yikes. But he was good for a different reason. 
He, and he married her before he was good. Yeah, so he married her when he was an AFL quarterback. Before that, I think. Oh, I think they wow. got together when he was like a grocery store clerk. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That's yeah. So oh, if right. they if well, they get you know. he also his rookie NFL season he was like thirty five. So yeah. that doesn't he's, he's <laughs> he was younger than that. But you know what I mean. Yeah. There there there's a hot wife graph we could do that I would, would show you. That. I mean Tom. Well, you, you think about the big ones, Tom. Look, look who's Aaron Rodgers is dated. Drew, Drew's wife is hot. Drew's wife is hot. Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo hey. was banging a porn star. Like, but that's Pey- true. Pey- Eli's wife is attractive. She is. She's yeah. They just had a kid. A boy finally. That's what he's been hoping for. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland. What does Cleveland need? I I just think Cleveland needs a full season. Yeah, I was gonna I say was, Cleveland gets sixteen games of this Baker Mayfield. Well, another wide receiver or running back would yeah. help. My, Linemen always help a situation like that. You get a their pick is li, is mid to late, so Galloway is I think going to be a good deep threat for them if he can get his hand situation figured out. Yeah, what I was going to say as far as them go, I I agree with you. Time, Cleveland just needs time. Give them a full season. I think that if it's not this season, it's next season that they win the division. Yeah, you know, I think that they do have that much talent there, and this somehow, is the season though to grab somehow it. Somehow they to have steal finally it. done it. And put a team together that we're saying that even though they won what six games or right. seven games, but I mean, but they that division so winnable. Eight, they went seven, eight, and one. Yeah, they literally could not. And the, be closer in the first four weeks, they went to overtime like two or three times. Yeah, it was they insane. couldn't be closer to five hundred if they if they wanted to. I would like, love to see that. I would love to see that. Most football fans are cool with what's happening in Cleveland, which is shocking. Yeah, because we're seeing the worst start to crawl out of that quagmire with fun players. Yeah. Oh yeah, with exciting play. I watched a lot of those early victories, Baker's first win, which came in like week two or three, yeah. and just changing the culture of that team Definitely. from perennial losers to, wait a minute, and you have that's to not a W anymore on the schedule. You have to love the uh, the, the diehardness from the dog pound, because oh, yeah. that's one of the things that yeah. we've talked about, is some, some fan bases can desert a team yeah. immediately the Chargers. Them. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah and the, the browns fan fans have always been there yeah, yeah. they never falter yeah considering i mean the chargers are playing in a soccer stadium right there's now. a there's good sports cities and bad though and that's part of it too and some of what's changing the nfl is some some maybe not great sports cities are getting teams because of money yeah so we don't know yet what vegas is going to look like on yeah, paper sure. you would think oh it's going to be great but their hockey team sells out I know Constantly. that, but they also were winning. They yeah. they had a great first year. That's yeah. true. So you put it's going to be the Raiders. It's, yeah, that's not going to have a great first year. Yeah. You also they're relying more on the tourism yeah. than on locals. Mm. That's going to be an interesting. It's going to be path the, to ticket sales. Yeah. Is what the I'm Chargers saying. Right now, the Chargers play home games and they have half opposing. I, I think teams. Vegas is yeah. going to see that unless they price accordingly. For I go to Vegas. About once a year, you know, if it's priced accordingly, I'm going to a game because it's an NFL game. Yeah. yeah. But it, how many of the Las Vegas locals are going to become the fans? That's going to be interesting. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing is I feel like they're really, they really made a, a, a fault in that move in the fact that they had a dedicated fan base right. in Oakland. They yeah. did. They were very, very dedicated. That's and I think we're going to see a team in London soon, and that's going to be very interesting. That'll be weird. That'll be Jackson. The NFL wants it, it so badly. Yeah. Yep. They want it so badly because they, they feel already they're the world league. They're not, but they feel it already. Most American sports, they call themselves world champions. Yeah. It's, it's that hubris of American sports. We do know that we have the best football players. Basketball but, players. But, yeah, right. But there's international basketball players that are very good. Just and with baseball, there's Japanese players and, oh, and yeah. Asian players that are just better than our guys. Yeah. Um, so 
it's interesting, but the NFL is making plays in London that are sn- scary a little bit because it's not good for the players on the travel and things no, like that. But uh, Carolina, what their need is for the oh, draft, man. draft free agency. What do, what do they need? What is Carolina? I, I, dare I say, so is it time things. to go quarterback? Yeah, because you've, say, you've yeah. got a guy that won't admit when he's hurt. That's yeah. toxic to a team. Mm. I think it's you. You absolutely do not. Need a running back. Could you, You're okay on wide receiver. Could you move Carolina to, say, Cincinnati? Could you move him to a, a Jacksonville? Cam? Could, yeah. Could you? Could I don't you... think the team – I don't know their agreements. There, there's not been a lot of talk of trade there. I don't know where he is in his contract. But it's. I think the team should move away from him and go a different direction. He's expensive, though. He's very expensive because yeah. his te- what he's able to do, we know. And it's high. The high, the ceiling's very high on yeah. him. He's not coming cheap because he's in his. He came in in twenty twenty one. He'll be a free agent. His average salary is twenty mil. Yes, and that's actually mid range now. That's for, not that bad. Yeah. Well, no, but, but it get, is for what you're getting. It's high for what you're getting because you don't get a full. You don't know about a full sixteen. You got a guy who's not going to tell you when he's all the way hurt. Right. You, you, there's massive problems there for a team. So you're paying twenty mil for a guy that this year uh, started fourteen games. Didn't even hit four thousand yards. Had a two to one, close two to one touchdown to interception ratio. Cam's best is behind him if Six he doesn't fumbles. commit to being healthy. If the man doesn't commit, and that may take eight months or a year to be healthy from a shoulder injury like that. I mean, look at guys like Breeze and other guys that have had to come back from such a thing. If he doesn't commit to it, he's the next Jay Cutler that can jump teams well, and get ten million. So here's the interesting thing about Cam. Last year, he started all 16 games and still threw for less yards last year than he did this year and only threw for 22 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Mm-hmm. His passer rating was an 80. The year before, it was a 75.85. Uh, We're many years removed from his – 16 is when they went to the Super Bowl, I think. Yes, 2015-2016. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the only thing that I think could – Because realistically, what they need, I don't think they're ready to – Unless they decide to trade him, because right, not it's only a trade. No, no, no. They're not you gonna. They, they, no, they could. The cap hit was ridiculous if well, you cut a guy. Yeah, like I was that. gonna say that's the thing is they, their best bet is maybe to try trading him around the draft time to get a pick for him. That'd or be a monster like trade too. It mm. would be, and the only team that I think would do it would, and that's if Tom Coughlin could hone him in. I was about to say the Jazz. Is Jack, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville could have a fun offense with Cam Newton at yeah. quarterback. He comes back to his home state because he's from Florida, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Uh, he- here's something interesting, just to, to, to interject real quick. Uh, he's got a potential out in 2019. The Before uh, the season or after? It just says potential out 2019. Player option uh, thing? Uh, potentially. I'll do some more research while you guys are talking, but uh, it's an 8.5 dead, million, uh, dead cap hit. So they, that's way they, less than that's twenty. So much less. That's a Cam th- on a new team would be exciting for both teams. Well, that's the thing is if it's a if it's a player option, would there not be a cap hit if he wanted out? I don't I think it's a player. It's then probably that, I think a, that means it's a, it's a, it's a team a, option. So cut. I wouldn't be surprised if they. You but you might have nailed what could happen. We may hear his name in April. Come draft day, we may hear. I love those big trades like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, draft. Exciting. Yeah, they are, especially when it's. Uh, that could help both parties. Yeah. Using Jacksonville as an example, we know they need a different quarterback. Cam's talent level is higher than Blake's. That'd be such an interesting move if something like that could happen. I don't know. We know Jags pick early, and Carolina would too, I guess. I don't know if they're Carolina's picks. at 16. Jags are before that, I Jags think. Jags are at seven. seven yeah. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, there's no way that Jacksonville gives them a first. 
You I don't think so? Oh, with how he's been the past two years? No. I think he might still be worth it. I don't think he's worth the first round. I, I would give him a, a second and a fourth or something like that. Oof. I feel like that's low for his name. But you could also consider morale or uh, for Jacksonville, like you were saying, bring him. That might sell him. some tickets. That's you bring in a Cam whole, Newton. That sells more tickets than bringing in a Joe that was Flacco. My whole thing with Tebow when he was a free agent, if you brought Tebow back to Jacksonville, you would be getting butts into seats. Yeah. Well, Tebow has a loyal fan base. He just wasn't a good uh, NFL quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Cam actually can win games with his arm, win games with his legs. I'd be really intrigued as a football fan to see him move teams and follow that success. And I I don't fully agree with Mike on that. I think they can get, Carolina can get a first and something else. Based on his name. Based on his name alone, they could get a first-round pick. And more. I think it's more than that. At the floor. At the floor of it. And this would be the draft to do it for Jacksonville Mm -hmm. because at seven, Haskins may not be there. Do you take the risk on Kyler Murray? Probably not. He, it, there's there's opportunity yeah, there. That's the thing Definitely. is that they want to draft a quarterback. They have to trade up. Yes. Yeah. You know if they want their if they want Dwayne Haskins, they have to get ahead of the Giants. That'd be very interesting. I don't know if it's even on the radar of the Jags, but what an interesting call to make. Yeah. With that I, I mean, seven I, pick, I like that. It could be worth a phone call. You know. Oh, they're definitely going to be teams like that and teams like the Panthers are going to be making these kind of calls on in April because they're not happy with their current situation yeah there it's lies if you see the quarter uh the coach of the jags say we're very happy with our quarterback situation it's a lie if you're hearing carolina say it because yeah they've got the talent but it isn't working anymore i just read uh or briefly browsed a 24 7 article that had uh that they expected cam to get a an extension in 2020 uh and that uh the team views his contract as a bargain but it's been often used in in the news cycle PR, a team can throw out good buzz. Kind of maybe they love him. Value. He, he puts it, butts in seats. It could. He's energetic. He sells jerseys. Mm-hmm. Those are some of those intangible things of like a like He's a Stafford. A how you met, you keep him as a loyal Detroit guy. You're selling that jersey all the time, and you're filling seats. But I, I never know. As a fan, we don't usually know this right. that divide between talent on the field and and the money and the money side. Like Dallas is always making money. They're doing really well. They always have top-selling jerseys. They always have all of that. But Jerry Jones is actively, and maybe this is part of his own PR, saying, I want to win. I want to win. I'll make changes. Maybe he doesn't care. He's worth five times what he was three years ago That's just true. because he owns the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. you can use the baseball, the, the basketball analogy here, too. The most valuable franchise in basketball is the New York Knicks. Mm. They're a terrible fucking team. Yeah. Right. They're Every awful. Year. It's because they own MSG. They own the, the, the MSG has a Madison Square Garden has an entertainment complex. They own that. Yep. And they have bad ownership, too. Yeah, James Dolan's terrible. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> uh, I thought the Lakers the were worth too. a little more, but that's a no, that's probably... Forbes yeah, literally I think, just I think put you're it out right. of their $4.5 right. billion, dollars, right. I think, is what the Knicks are. The new NBA TV deal was, was gangbusters. I don't even know if they can sustain that money. So, Miami... We'll start with you. What our needs are. What is your draft free agency? What's your biggest need? It's really tough. It's We need quarterback. We need wide receiver. Mm-hmm. O-line is more important than both because you can have a, a, a sub 50%, like a, a second half of the league talent level quarterback, mm-hmm. do much better with a good line. So, again, if they – I think they pick 13th. We talked about I'm not going to be upset if they take an O-lineman. Not upset if they take – a D-line or a great linebacker because those are super important pieces of being successful. But not a it, sexy, not a sexy, pick, not a but sexy a pick, one. but a need. But if they take Kyler, or if something crazy happens, I'll get a little excited because of the hype. What if there's yeah. a trade down? 
to who, for to get who? I I don't know. What if they move from thirteen because they don't see a a, a fit or a, a don't? Well, that's scary. Any. What am I get? What are they giving up? I mean, they're gonna get. Well, I would assume they give up Minka Fitzpatrick. To, I'm just gonna have it. I would assume cry. if they I love if him. they drop from thirteen, let's say they drop to seventeen because they don't see a, a need in that in that range. Then we're not going Kyler for sure. Mm-mm. I don't mind the drop back when they're getting value, meaning you, you always drop back and you're a, getting a picks, you're getting something else. And then you're getting else. probably a second and maybe a third, second and a fifth, something like that. It just depends if guys drop, like you were saying. If you yeah. see that, that LSU linebacker drop, if you see some of these potential franchise talents drop, don't move, take that person. But the Dolphins have not shown year over year that they've got that wherewithal mm. to, to make that decision. So I am just would prefer either that unsexy lineman or Kyler Murray. Yeah, my thing is you guys have so many needs at this point. Yeah. The only, I'm telling you it's going to be a bad season. No, no. To me, the, the only thing that you guys are short up on is right now you are short up on Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, I think he's doing good things back there for your defense. And Xavier Woods? Rhodes. Rhodes? Rhodes, I think. Rhodes, he's well, decent. He's okay. Is that right? He left Minnesota? No, I think there's another one. There's and maybe a different. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes is the one in Minnesota, and, and maybe it is Xavier Woods. Woods is a wrestler. Nah. <laughs> no, there's a NFL uh, player named Xavier Woods. Oh, is it? Yeah, he put it on Twitter. All there's the not a super sexy linebacker on that squad right now. There's no, no, nothing. There's you have one wide receiver. Like you guys have a lot of our first round mm-hmm. picks over the last se- six Xavier years. Xavier Howard have, Howard, have busted. Yeah. yeah, we took a big defensive end a couple years ago that didn't pan out. Can't remember his name. Minka's the best, and he, we only have one year that we've seen that is this anything. Yeah. No, you guys, you, that's what I'm saying. I think as far as actual personnel needs go, you guys are the team that's in the thick of it the most. Yeah. yeah. I think, because I, I, I think you guys are going to move on from Tannehill. I hope you know, so. You, I, think, I think you guys are too. I think the Dolphins have mediocrity everywhere. I think you guys are good yes. enough to not have a top 10 pick, but you are bad enough mm-hmm. to not be able to that's get in the playoffs. That's NFL purgatory. That, yes. That's that's what it is. If you stay in the 10th best to 20th best, yeah. you, you nothing happens. Nothing happens. You're winning that six to nine games a year, which is what they've been doing. Yeah. They're, they've had one winning season in a decade. Yeah. It's terrible. It wasn't last year, obviously. <laughs> but the, the team needs a lot of things, and we're a year away from even calling it a rebuild year, which is really depressing as a fan. The, the, the only thing to look forward to for me is the one game we'll beat the Patriots, the Patriots every year, which every we, year. happens every year. Yeah. And it's always the one that's late because they don't care. Yeah, It's something that clicks with you guys that you're able to, to go over that hump. But it's like it's, that Eli Manning strength. It's just you don't know where it's coming from. But it, it matters, shows up somehow. But it matters it none. Shows up. It shows up. We need, again, sexy free agents. Don't come to Miami right now. <laughs> we're, I, I'll, I don't know if this is out there, but we're cursed since the Drew Bo- Brees debacle. Mm. Breeze was going to sign in Miami. And they said no. Miami declined. This was in 07? It was right before New Orleans. Right. It was from San Francisco. He was from from Chargers. Chargers. From the Chargers. He had a rotator cuff issue. Mm -hmm. He the deal was printed. (laughs) He wanted to play in Miami. His hot wife wanted to live in Miami. The they failed. They failed. They're bad at assessing talent. We covered this earlier in the podcast. They missed so big on that because he is a franchise player. Yep. Yeah. And without him, I don't know if New Orleans wins that 09 t- title. And he won his Super Bowl in Miami. Yeah. It's depressing. And I think there's a bit of a curse there that I don't know if anyone's talking about. But 
we made such bad decisions on a couple of key free agents like that that were interested in the in the Sue, area. Sue was a, was an over that was a miss for a different step. reason. Yeah. They took him in mm-hmm. and shouldn't have for the amount of money it cost. So missing on Breeze, taking a, a, an inflated Sue and costing quite a bit of money there, just terrible. But I think they're cursed a little bit on the at the quarterback position. Hashtag yeah. Breeze curse. We're starting it. Yeah, it's a thing. I I can't believe it still that they whiffed on him. Washington Redskins. Quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. If Alex Smith was healthy, no problem. They're probably in the playoffs. Oh, I think it's a – well, yeah. We have to say probably. Dallas got got hot. Philly could still steal some games. A healthy, unthysmaned Alex Smith is winning games. Using the pieces of the puzzle the way they're supposed to be used. They also got unlucky and Darius Geist didn't play at all. Yeah. So he'll he, be back. He'll be back. That'll be a nice but running back. I don't piece. know if Smith's coming back yet. Uh, I don't think they've announced that. They they, he might not his career might be over. That's what I'm saying. That's so were... I'm going off the his career's over. Colt McCoy's not a solution. No. Get something. Get something. Cam Newton to Washington. I really think That'd Cam needs to move. I just don't I don't know that that's on the Panthers plan. No, I don't think that I don't it, think is. it is. Probably not. So, uh, that is the end of what I have on my... For what? You missed a couple teams. Uh, These are all non-playoff teams. Yeah, I know. You missed uh, Tennessee and Minnesota. Oh, they don't matter to me. Yeah, Um, Minnesota, well... They, I don't dislike Cousins Didn't as much as you do. Didn't they get a wild card? I thought they no. were wild cards. No, so I just checked. no, no they missed it. I did. Oh, okay, cool. So I thought Tennessee. No, they did miss it. They only won because they, they they needed like they were. Those like, were the two teams that needed like nine things to happen right, in week seventeen. Right, 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 right. Okay, they did their part, and everyone else stole. So won. we'll hit we'll hit Tennessee first and finish with Minnesota. Uh, I I like the uh, the Vrabel hire as head coach. So I think yeah. that they have a good future. It's just they need to protect Mariota. Yes. Because he, he still kept getting injured and missing yeah. like bit games. He, he probably gets only started like thirteen or twelve or thirteen games last year. But does Derrick Henry's potential Ooh. rise help him? It does. I know it, I does, know it does, but if they can keep feeding Derrick Henry the rock the way a Heisman winner should be fed the rock. They they overvalued Lewis there, in my opinion, until late, where they were like, oh, yeah, we can hand this Gi-. He's very Brandon Jacobs-like in my head. And, and the Giants were at their best pre-Saquon when it was Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw yeah. carrying the ball. Yeah, that's my thing, is looking at what they have there. Nobody wants like, to tackle that guy. Derrick Henry is a more athletic Brandon Jacobs. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, He's terrifying. Because he, that's the thing, is Brandon Jacobs was still like, he was big, but he wasn't as tall and he wasn't as muscular. Like he wasn't as fast. Yeah. We may see a breakout year from Corey Davis also. People were hot yeah. on him last year. This is him coming into his third season, which I know we've talked about before. Could in the past has been the magical fantasy number for up and coming wide receivers. Not your immediate studs, but your up and comers, their third year tends to be a fantasy breakout year. So you've got that. I don't think they have anyone else super sexy as a receiver. I don't think so. But we may see some interesting things in the draft there where Vrabel being a good, and he's got that defensive mind already, comes from a good lineage. We haven't seen Belichick's progeny do well yet, so we'll see. Yeah, Uh, Minnesota. I'm not as low on Cousins as you are. I think he's serviceable. I think he's in the top half of the league. I'm not low on him. I just don't think... He's providing what they need him to provide for the money he's getting paid. All these that, quarterbacks are getting paid, so that's I don't. My thing is, uh, this is all one... guaranteed though. That's just a good agent, man. I yeah, cannot, that's... I cannot fault him for signing what is what is a phenomenal deal, a, a league changing deal. Because if you could get it, you would. Oh, for sure. Case Keenum wishes he could have figured that out, but he's not as good as Cousins either. He's not. They have 
a running back in place that when healthy is dynamic. They've got a few things. I mean, their tight end is always still good. Yeah, Their, Kyle Rudolph's, Kyle Rudolph's always still good. They, they've got pieces. Adam Thielen had Can, a breakout year. Stephon Diggs is a great receiver. Can Dalvin stay healthy, though? No, not yet. That's the thing, though. Is even but when you're Dalvin, always hurt until you're not. That's I know. the thing is, Dalvin goes down, but even Latavius Murray has shown that he's a serviceable fill-in. He's not, though. He's not going to win them. I didn't say he's great. They're not going to the playoffs if, if <laughs> Dalvin's not healthy, Thielen, Diggs, Cousins, all together. But I think, again, we're looking at that, talking about their offense— they need some defense so that people stop blazing them. They need some healthy defense. Their defense is really good when healthy. Right. And They've had such shut-down corners in the years past, but again, yeah. nobody stays on the field. Yeah, because, I mean, that's even true. Their first-round pick this past year was Mike Hughes from UCF, and he started the season off great and then got hurt. Yeah. And he's out for the year. You know, so it's... Defense. Th- th- it's one of those things where I, I think that Cousins having another year in the system will be helpful. Defensive help will be very Do you think Thielen... Stays the number one or Diggs goes up for next year? My thing is, I still think Diggs... I don't think Diggs was ever not the number one. It's just Thielen is kind of... Thielen just found better ways to get open. Thielen's the slot guy. Yeah. I know, but he's he's a producer. I mean, you look at Cousins' past, he's... He's a guy that likes the slot guy. He's the guy that oh, well, likes the tight A lot of quarterbacks end. like Jordan, that. How much attention did Jordan Reed get when yeah. when he was on the field with Kirk Cousins? A yeah. lot. He was getting 10 balls a game. But guys like Cousins and even Smith, they see the tight end more. Yeah. Uh, the Brady is a, t- is a tight end guy. Mm-hmm. It's one of his earliest looks is either Gronk or Edelman. That's yeah. your slot and your tight end. Even when he only when he had Randy Moss did he look to the edges. That's true. Only That's true. well, yeah, Randy when he had uh, Dion Branch, he did that as well. But that yeah. was more for he was just burning past people. But he I didn't really have you're, great hands. You're right though. These quarterbacks that are again in that top half of the league, they find the open guy. Thielen's getting open. Yeah. Cousins is going to get him the ball. I think Diggs is more of the deep threat. Diggs is more. Of, granted, he's a great possession receiver. He's got great hands. Diggs is one of those guys where. They're gonna, you're gonna double double cover Diggs more often just because of the fact that he can burn you. You're not really gonna double cover Thielen because right. Thielen's not a guy that's necessarily gonna torch you with speed. But I think Thielen in the last two years was on a lot of championship fantasy teams. Yeah. I, I had him in a league I won. You know, th- these guys that were out producing even where they were getting taken. That's how you win a fantasy championship. Yeah, like, I mean, I, Pat, I know you gave me a little bit of flack before the season because I told you, I'm like, if Thielen's there in the third round, I'm taking him in all my leagues. And oh, he's like, ahead of he, that even. He's like, well, that's a little bit early, don't you think? And I was like, we'll wait and see. And then Thielen ended up being one of the top five receivers right. in the league this year. Uh, Thielen a, was a steal for sure. In a redraft, yeah. you could have made an argument for second round, not first round. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, so with that being the way that we did all of that. Uh, I want everybody to, to throw down a, a final thought, and I'll start with Justin. Final thought leading into uh, off season. It can be about your team. It can yeah. be about the league. Anything in general. Um, I just want to say, just because um, I'm more of the casual fan, I'm not obviously as uh, well versed as you guys are. Uh, you know, recently got into really heavy into football in the past 15 years or so. Um, but just listening to this has just kind of re-energized me as a whole of the NFL. I'm really excited to see just from the points that you guys have come up with to see how things develop as far as different teams outside of my own kind of bubble. Once again, I'm pessimistic and optimistic to see how the AFC East does in general. Uh, I am, despite you know how I feel about the Dolphins and the Bills, anyone in that I, I would be happy to see develop and see yeah. to be the next Pats or what have you. 
I always love the NFC East because, like you guys said earlier, that that division is always exciting, super competitive, super competitive, and that's what I'm I'm personally missing, and I'm just excited as a whole for the league. I'm gonna speak to fantasy football. Only again, not sure how you're gonna develop this particular podcast if it's gonna go just to be NFL or both. Uh, I'm gonna take a stance that I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but I think personally. The Yahoo app is much better yeah. than the ESPN app. I swear to God, I'm I have, I'm just going from an interface point of view. I've played both for over a decade. I've played both, and next year I will not. I will say no to any league that's on ESPN because I've had so many issues with the app that. This is just kind of like a, a PSA supporting Yahoo. And That's people fair. get really polarizing about this. Like, I hate Yahoo. I'm like, how? I hate, I hate it. I I'm commission a league in Yahoo, and I play in three different league styles. I have an auction league, I have a regular, and then I have a, a dynasty. Ooh. So I do every type of league you could imagine in Yahoo. Not only have I drafted through the app on that on the phone, the, the desktop interface to me is better. So this is just my Yahoo PSA and potential encouragement of anyone out there who listens to this. If you want, I think, to be able to run a good league for those that are interested in commissioning, I think it's easier on Yahoo. That's just yeah. an opinion. That's I mean, you're fair. I've played both, uh, but I think I'm more so of an ESPN person because that's what I learned on. Sure. So that's it's fair. I my, also learned on my that. Ah, see, I'm interesting. See, guy. I started with Yahoo. And I also kind of like their projections better than ESPN's, but again, that's just a personal preference. Yeah. What's oh, your fun. What's your take, Mike? Oh, I think the thing that I'm most excited for um, in off season is I, I can't wait to see what happens in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's that's got to be the most interesting thing. Um, obviously, Le'Veon is out, so he is a free agent. Where does Le'Veon sign? Do they actually trade Antonio Brown, who has vocally said he wants out and is not talking yeah. to the media about anything aside from the fact that he wanted to leave? And he's the uh, top guy. <laughs> exactly. You know, do they still have faith in Tomlin after he loses their two top players? Uh, do they continue with Roethlisberger? Like, there's a lot of questions yeah. in Pittsburgh, and that's just what's most interesting to me. Uh, I also, my bold prediction is a franchise quarterback gets traded during the draft. I, I love it. I, I want that to happen. That be, stuff is exciting. Because there, there's there's multiple scenarios that can. are happening. It happened here. First. You need to if it does, you need to put that shit out there on the there, Twitter. There's <laughs> multiple scenarios where it could happen because there's even the 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 asinine uh, the asinine uh, prediction of the Arizona Cardinals trading Josh Rosen so they could draft Kyler Murray. Like I can't imagine a franchise doing that, having that much faith in a first-year coach who's never coached in the NFL. But if they think that he believes in Kyler Murray that's much more than Josh Rosen, like, do they do it? It'd be very interesting. And again, they're not winning games yet and weren't even close to that. So some of that stuff could be good on the business side. I'm so interested by that stuff. Yeah, that's the thing is there's a possibility of trading Josh Rosen. There's a possibility of Teddy Bridgewater getting traded to another yep. team, which you can debate if he's a franchise. He had he the potential be. to be. Yeah, you know, I'd be more jazzed to hear about a vet moving. Oh, well, I'm, I'm interested to see where Flacco ends up. Flacco for gets sure. traded. Foles gets traded. I think that Foles, uh, the more that we talk oh about it. Oh, my God, it, Miami, come on. The more that we talk <laughs> about has it. ice in his veins. I love the idea of Carolina trading Cam Newton. Yeah. Like the fact that that scenario just kind of popped up for That's us. That's definitely going to be something in our next outline when we get closer. We'll we'll probably end up doing a uh, a post combine 
uh, which will be shorter because we'll just be talking about different things that happen in the combine, pre-draft, another pre-draft uh, heavy, and then obviously we'll talk about free agency when that happens. What uh, is – oh, this won't work. I was like, dang it, just because many of us, three of us would be working. But it would be fun to live podcast the draft, but I don't think we can make that happen. It would happen. be a Thursday, right? I know. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's ideal. Least. It's not a good day for yeah, me. It's yeah, not, it's not a good day for me either. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm going to – probably be free now you will be free (laughs) um so my my closing is very similar to mike's but in the sense of the jacksonville jaguars blake bortles seems like he's out leonard fournette does not seem to be in good graces jalen ramsey also voicing some displeasure Uh, a lot of things happening in jacksonville and they're not good tom coughlin is expect they were and that they were makes no sense the 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 fall from grace this year from jacksonville was real and uh to see to see what happens for that for that next i mean jalen ramsey if he wants out like he really says he does is the number one corner on the market top five corner in the league but if they make a big deal and something happens at the quarterback position, you're going to see a lot of guys fall in line if they get an exciting add-on. That could be a Foles. That could be... It's true. You could, you could make a case for Flacco being exciting. He did win a Super Bowl. He He's has some good Blake. season. Well, most would be for what Blake's done last year. But there's a lot of teams that if they get it right, they can quell the base. And the base both on the fan side, but on the player side, it's... So important that your locker room is getting along. And yeah, and right now their locker room's in shambles. Cody Kessler, that's not a great, it's not a great look. No, that's the thing is the defense started to give up when they realized that the offense made, had no couldn't hope. Couldn't do it. Traded Dante know? Fowler, which that. we hope doesn't affect the Rams next season. That their defense maintains the faith, because yeah. boy did that offense let them down in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and. Aaron Donald hopefully is a better man than that, and hopefully these defensive players are better than that. I mean, but boy, that that affects the confidence when you've done you held the Patriots to three points for forty five minutes, yeah. Yeah. longer actually because they didn't score that touchdown till when? Oh, it was it was, it was late. It felt late. Yeah, it was late. It was in the fourth quarter. I thought. Yeah, it was, it was, in, it the was in the fourth quarter. I would say probably like seven minutes. I think it was about seven minutes to go. Yeah. Is when they got that touchdown. That means the D was just twerking it for 53 minutes yep both sides of the ball i know we're not saying it's legendary d i'm just saying it's for that game good d oh yeah three points from tom brady edelman gronk playing that defense might mentally be a little shook come next year legitimately seven minutes left on the clock when they scored the touchdown (laughs) i knew it was late because we were talking like i cannot believe that we're looking at a fourth quarter game that could go either way this late on one play yeah. On one play. On, on a kick. It could have been anything. It on, could have been anything. Crazy. And then the great catch Gronk had after another. Well, Gronk had two on that drive, actually. Yeah. But the Edelman, was, Edelman did the, the work early. Gronk brought it home on that drive. Yeah. Big time. The 29-yarder was phenomenal. And the one before that, which was an over-the-shoulder over the catch, shoulder, yeah. was a thing of beauty. I think that was almost a 20-yarder. So 50 of the yards on that drive, and then Sony punches it in. Sony had a good game too, but I know yeah. we're, it's good stuff. So, I'm interested to see if that defense is shook. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for our, our first woo, NFL podcast. Woo. I hope you guys enjoyed watching slash listening. I hope you guys all enjoyed rocks. all of this. What is that? They're just it's a, a salt, salt lamp. lamp. Oh, it's a lamp. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bowl. So thanks guys for watching. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs>